Salted Milk! Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 16th of October 2011. I'm Dan Train, the guy who says stuff at the start of the podcast. Uh, joining me are two guys who also say things during the podcast, uh, Zachary Burgess. Yes. And Robert Kemp. Are you not infused? <laughs> yeah, although I expect I will be. Oh yes, why is that? we got so much goddamn shit to talk about. Since it's been three fucking weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what? T- time has worked against us, doesn't it? No, sheds have worked against us. <laughs> well, no, okay, sheds and other people worked against us because yeah. the shed building was delayed. For... Because you can't manage to put up a shed by yourself, basically. Well, you need uh, As I've mentioned before, my DIY skills are less than adequate. Yes, it's... <laughs> I don't know, you did quite a decent job in the end. It was supposed to be you guys, not, not wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. No. no. Okay. What, 50-50? Yeah. You had Zach to stand there being tall, criticising and reading the instructions. Yeah, we, we, did, we did require your height. <laughs> I helped. This I helped true. more than I fucked it up. And, and your, yeah, and, and your uh, weight and general presence proved helpful for shoving bits of bent wood back into shape while we... Yeah. Screwed it in, and we and all England lost drill bits in the wood. Yeah, because your drill is the worst. Apparently, apparently, it's not just our drill. There's something to do with the wood because the other drill, which is apparently Naomi's dad's Uber drill, has also got the got the drill bit stuck in the wood and can't grip it to pull it out. It looks just as bad as your drill. It looks like they. I don't know when the drills became so shitty. <laughs> it's like yeah. you get a drill and you have that key thing to tighten yeah. it up. You don't. Do it by twisting a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's pansy. Yeah, it's yeah. more convenient, but it, you can't Doesn't get make the pressure. Good a grip. Well, yeah. the key thing like snaps into a little rubber thing on the side, so you don't lose it. Well, so it's like it's not like. But it's like the key thing goes into a hole on the side, and it has like cog gears. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you get leverage because they're quite. Re- they're not long, but they're reasonably long. Yeah. Like, but why have they never made like drill bits have like a standardized notch thing on them? So when the grippers come in, they grip into the notches, so that it's even. There's like there's actually some metal to push against because they already have a standard of not having that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it needs to be able to slip in extreme circumstances. Like if it, maybe it's dangerous to have it actually lock in. Well, in, ca- in, ca- maybe. in case the drill starts spinning you, you yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> then if you tighten it hard enough, it probably could just spin you around <laughs> like a, a grommet in a. Uh, the first grand day out, yeah, a grand day out. <laughs> Wee, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the that's the sound I wish it would make. So that's your so, t- yeah that guy DIY away. update. We had planned a tart. Well, we thought maybe do a tired cast, but figured that Seagulls will be talking about the Battlefield Free Beta. That it might be useful telling someone who hasn't played it rather than <laughs> yeah as, for the question provision. Friends. So naturally, I am the man who hasn't played anything, usually. <laughs> so, yeah, it works. Like handy. It's what makes this crazy dynamic unique. <laughs> or not. Or entirely not unique. What? Sort of is. I suppose in these shows, most people tend to have played the games they're talking about. Not really, because the more professional people, like reviewers and stuff... They don't have enough time to play every game, so they have to have yeah, each, it's true. different people playing no, different games. Right. Usually on the Volcast, it's like only one of them has played the game. One or two. Yeah. Okay, maybe unique is the wrong word. Maybe it just works so everyone does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So where are we going to start this week? With Battlefield or... News! How about news? Okay. We got some news. Has anyone got any news? Um, I, I had some news, but I forgot most of it. Yeah, as you Arkham City is out. Well, not maybe not out, but reviewed. Yeah, do you want to... And wanna... it's good. Yeah, so I went to an event 
for Arkham City like three weeks ago, which is way out of date. Mm. Uh, but I can tell you, I saw some gameplay. But now it's out. It's like a bit moot, really, isn't it? <laughs> they did like a really. Um, they showed a, quite a nice bit of gameplay uh, where you were flying around the city, and then it went into a kind of level. Uh, but uh, it was cool because there wasn't. There wasn't any loading pauses between those. Oh, nice. As far as I could tell. It loaded when he, when he started it, obviously. Makes but then, uh, <laughs> Obviously. But then after that, it seemed to be fairly clear. Although I'm wondering whether looking back on it, they might have covered the loading pause with a cutscene, which is fine. That's fine as well. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I suppose if you wanted to skip that, you'd have to wait, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty damn cool. The flying around the city and everything. And it's got this kind of weird, so, uh, in order to hear the sort of uh, thugs' conversations on the ground, because in, in the original you had a lot of thugs talking to, and you could sneak past and you could hear what they were saying, and it was a lot of atmosphere. There were a lot of, like, oh, God, is the Joker going to kick her ass and mm. got to find the Batman and all that stuff. Well, now, because you're flying around the city, you'd never hear them, so you have this kind of weird surveillance technology that kind of homes in on the conversations of nearby thugs, so you mm. can hear them even though you're flying around the rooftops. From what I've heard, of... though, and... You know, one of the weird criticisms, and it wasn't really a criticism, but was just the way people played the first game, was to leave detective mode on. Yeah. So you'd play the entire game, which looks good, in strange x-ray vision mode, which looks... Yeah. Interesting. Well, I and never did that, because I preferved the way it looked normally, but yeah, I can I know, see but you get a gameplay advantage. Yeah, you get all kinds of advantages. And weirdly, despite all the stuff they said about, yeah, we're going to stop you from doing this, yeah, they haven't. They yeah. still apparently you still spend most of your time with detective mode on. Like when you're flying about the city, for instance, you leave detective mode on because you spot more things to do as you're traversing the city. But they right. made it so that some thugs have like backpacks that cause interference, so you can't use your detective vision or something. Supposedly, yeah, it's like EC jamming. <laughs> that makes sense. But presumably, that's then a, a little indicator to say there's something to do here. Because so you'd have defect, detective vision on, not defective. Vision, <laughs> I nearly said detective vision on until you fly past an enemy with one of these things on, and then it's like, oh right, I can't use this anymore. I must find this guy who's jamming me. Yeah, but it means that you actually can't. It means you can't use it, so it actually makes you. First of all, it makes you actually see the world properly. Obviously, that <laughs> that helps, but it's also like a gameplay mechanic as well because it's like then you can't you can't see people's patrol routes yeah. through walls or whatever. Well, yeah, I'm only, I'm only saying cool. this for not. For, obviously, this isn't first-hand knowledge. This is. Uh, I'm only spewing this from reviews. Yeah, but well, it uh, looked cooler. The detective vision in itself. So they've improved. At least it well, doesn't look so day glow as it did. But <laughs> true. But um, it's a bit more of the sort of uh, uh, ODST style sort of edging on stuff. Yeah, glowy edges and stuff, or or even the the uh, Deus Ex uh, see through walls o vision style. Uh, they've, they've made it. Speaking about the sort of because that's a styley thing, isn't it, more than a sort of application thing. But I, I yeah. can't say because the review I watched showed a few clips of you know your inventory management, and the inventory is now enormous. All oh, right, it's not like you have inventory management per se, but there's like a list of your kit, and you can view them and put in the menus in general. Okay. And I kind of liked how they comic stylized all the cool. the first game. They haven't now. It's yeah. all gone techno stylized. Yeah, and I'm not okay. entirely sure I like that. You know, there's nothing particularly wrong with it. I haven't seen this at I, all. But I think I kind of preferred that kind of yeah. slightly ridiculous. Well, I thought the menus in the first one menu. were cool. Uh, were cool. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen the new one, so I can't really comment. They've, they've, we'll yeah, they've, they've, they've gone very computery. So they gave a stupid, at the end of the, the gameplay demo, they gave a stupid, not 
spoiler, they were like, we will not talk about this. You're going to see this cutscene and we're mm. not going to answer any questions about this. But like for serious, it's awesome. Okay. Or they implied. And basically, and it was like, don't tell anyone about this. It's a major plot spoiler, which of course it clearly isn't. Otherwise, they wouldn't be showing it to the entire press. Probably happened right at the start of the game. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it must have been fairly close to the start. So they show a cutscene with the Joker dying. So, which can't be like... That can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, that was a bit pointless. It's like... <laughs> it was on an ECG machine, like in a chair, and then it flatlined. And and uh, Harley Quinn was like, no, he's dead! And he's like looking right at him. So mm. it looks like he's probably dead. But clearly not. No, I have some theories about that. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, that was kind of dumb. But the Q&A was cool. I almost won that PS3. God damn it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy at the end was like, they were trying to choose what the best question was, and he kind of looked at me and was like talking about my question, but then he got distracted by the guy who was doing the sound. Well, so what was the winning question? I can't remember something. <laughs> None <laughs> of the questions were very good. Someone did ask about the detective. Is there a Batman sex scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some funny questions. Yeah, I was just saying it was impre- how did they manage to get the Unreal Engine to do that? Because it was, it's not exactly. <laughs> Shut up, annoying hooty cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly designed for uh, open world, is it? I mean, even mm. the first Arkham, Arkham Asylum had quite open areas, but they, even then, the, the Arkham Island still had to be split into four areas, didn't it? Was it three or four? If we Arkham... started a protest outside against the salad cars, that would be like, boop, 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 no recording for you, boop. Beep. No? Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know. I think that car left. Yes. Uh... <laughs> well, it seems, well, they've said as well that you start with most of your inventory from the first game, and that, the, oh, you, right. and that you add to it. In oh, cool. One. So, so you, get you, the have, you have a lot of your tra- traversal um, kit from the start, presumably yeah. to help make traversal of the world much easier right yeah. from the start. because it's a more complex world, I suppose. Mm. I just want to see what happens when... Uh, the first thing I'm going to do uh, is when they introduce the mechanics, because you know you do that sort of crazy dive to gain speed, and then you you pull your wings out yeah, and yeah, fly, yeah. and then you can pull yourself up using the, uh, yeah, the grapple... Uh, and you can pull yourself up and past, so you go yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot yourself off. But I just want to see what happens if you dive and you just keep dying, diving, and whether you just go splat and it has a <laughs> comedy cutscene because it looks really dangerous. But I, oh, I've only ever seen people pull out, so yeah. I just want to see what happens if you just charge straight into the ground. Unless it automatically pulls out, that would be lame. Yeah. I want it to go splat like Lara Croft jumping <laughs> off into a pit of spikes in the right. old style. That'd well, be awesome. Old... That's the end of the Batman. Put <laughs> some old old school. Whoops. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> I've killed Batman. Also, right, there was a bit I saw in the reviews that um, they they seem to have added a number of sort of extra sort of takedown scenarios. Like um, there's a there's a out of the floor great insta takedown now, so you don't have to jump out then takedown. Ah, okay. It's like a jump out and do in one, That's which, cool. which looks cool because because there's a sort of like a moment where the guys around are like stunned for a second. It's like what? Oh, it's the Batman! Fuck! So you're safe while you do that first takedown. And then the fight begins, like, free-flow style. And there was one I saw as well with a ledge-style takedown. But it's like, the bit I don't get, it's like, Batman's not really supposed to kill people, right? <laughs> yeah. Ledge takedown. You throw Small off a problem with that. You throw people off a ledge. Yeah, it does seem That involves wrong. killing someone. <laughs> like in... Yeah. Or very, very likely to kill someone, anyway. Yeah, that doesn't seem right, like throwing people off buildings. So it's not very Batman. I mean, when he does throw someone off a building, 
It's either they, they make a point of that in the recent films where like he throws someone from a building because he, he it's only like two stories or something and he knows it isn't going to kill him. Yeah, and then the other time when he it throws, just when, hurt a lot when unless he landed on his face. Yeah, literally. That's true. But he was holding him like that, so I think he was trying to make sure. You're going to land leg first. No, because the guy, it's Carmine Falcone or whatever, and he's like, Car, joke's on you. If you drop me from there, he won't kill me. He's like, Yeah, that was the plan. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. And then when the Joker falls off that skyscraper at the end, he has to save him, doesn't Mm. he? Because it's his code or whatever. He has to grapple him with the grapple and leave him hanging up. That's what needs to be done. If you throw someone off a ledge, you have to like hook him so that he hangs. Somehow, yeah. yeah, like 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 he has people hanging from the gargoyles in the first game when mm. you do the inverted takedown. Yeah, yeah, that would be better. We'll have to see. That, I'd be surprised if they broke the kind of code of Batman. There's such they're so uh, keen on the on the universe that yeah. they haven't, they didn't break anything in the first game, and I doubt yeah. they'll break anything in the next one. Even if they do seem to have gone slightly. Dangerously character bloaty, if you know what I mean. There seems to be everyone in this. Yeah, one. but we have to see whether that works. Yeah, we a lot of people know. certainly know. I think it, it could does, work. It's not been said that it's detrimental, but it's it's still a bit odd, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like usually that's a sign of bad storytelling is character bloat. It can be, yeah. And uh, at least they got I'll, a whole bunch. Of I'll characters. mention more of that later. But... I also noticed it's got double silent takedowns, kind of Deus Ex style. Yeah, which is kind of cool. It's fun to do those in Deus Ex. <laughs> the double that. ones are awesome. Yeah. Well, still dumb that it's silent. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Especially it's, when it's, you're basically taking down one guy first. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other guy like, is totally silent that entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but totally cool. Uh, yeah. So you've been playing more of that? Uh, yeah, so get me out of the way. I, I don't know what else I've done in that. I'm trying to think. I didn't look at your achievements this time. So. <laughs> yeah. Right, You'd finished the stupid computer board last, so. Yeah, yeah, so I did the kind of convention centre bit that you didn't like, the yeah. stealthy bit. Well, it's like there's one Oh, I in. see with the wall and stuff, yeah, because I had the, uh, I have the, um, uh, cloak, so I so can, I can just walk, walk past guards, <laughs> yeah. which was kind of cool. Uh, so that's how I did that. I did notice the room you were talking about with the. Because like, you come in for a vent for the scene. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's yeah. just like, that's one way. Yeah, yeah, you can't get back out, except. I tried to put, like, there was a crate, and I thought maybe if I put it in a very precise place, I could, like, jump up into the vent, but you can't. The thing is, those guards outside, some of them, I'm pretty sure that even if they see you, they don't care, some of them. It's, like, really weird. They're not, like, ultra hostile, they're just, like, vigilant. Hmm. Some of those guards. So I think you could just casually walk past some of those guys. As long as you... I don't know. It was a bit strange, that section. Uh, and then what? And then... Is there a bit before you head back to Hengshar? Yeah, yeah. Because the, there was a bit where I had to go down into the sewers and get and do the, like, smash the state or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Side mission. That side mission. And that kind of annoyed me because I did... I, I, I went all the way down there. It was covered in uh, mines and uh, security... Uh, 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 stuff turrets and things yeah and so i just snuck over i didn't even see the guy that was supposed to be killing and then i reprogrammed the turrets to kill enemies and he of course immediately died he got shot up by the turrets yeah once there's one right next to him yeah which i hadn't noticed because i hadn't gone over there and it's like oh he's dead and then i go back to the guy he's like "Mm, it would have been better if he was alive but that was awesome i just reprogrammed the turrets and it was way cool so it was totally worth it (laughs) 
I hope they take him down as usual. Well, no, I, that's what I should have done. But it was co- I, I, I got all the trouble packing the turrets, and what I should have done is just put them in neutral and then gone over there and well, yeah, and and knocked them out. But well, instead, the, I was I mean, like, the, it was this tempting button that said enemies. I was like, I told you to try and take him alive. That's the thing. Yeah, could you like switch it to enemies very quickly? So you go. And like turn it off again immediately, so it's like he's slightly injured. That would be yeah. easier. <laughs> so I basically did the wrong thing there, uh, but never mind. Whatevs. Uh, and then there's another bit in the sewers where you have to find some dude. Um, oh, that's the sewers in Hengshaw. I'm getting confused now. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to Hengshaw, but I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go back uh, to my save and try and actually save Malik because you obviously can. I mean, yeah, it- I tried doing that twice and then I just gave up because it was like. I'm not, I I couldn't work out what the fuck was going on with how the enemies were getting into that area. I couldn't tell yeah. if, if they were just spawning or whatever. And I couldn't tell like which guys I should be trying to shoot first yeah. or, or whether that even mattered. Or It's hard to tell. Like, <laughs> I, I went, because obviously I was going stealth, but I just thought I tried just going all out shooting everyone. Yeah. And that didn't, it didn't work because I, I obviously not killing the right people or, or something. Or I was shooting from too far. Like I was trying to do use of the pistol and that's not going to work from that range. Uh, so you probably you obviously have to run in there, but I'm going to try and I think there's probably a way to do it non-lethal actually. Well, I was trying to use the tranquilizer rifle, yeah, just hitting people as fast as I could, yeah, because quite... I had maximum reload speed by that point on it, so right. that was fast-ish. Yeah, there's a fucking robot though at the back, I think, that gets deployed. So you'd have to take that out. But with there's, an EMP there's like the two there's two heavy rifle dudes. Yeah, that come up right I think the they're front. the key guys. Yeah, I thought so. But I couldn't. I don't know, I just didn't get them fast enough or something. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm going to work on that. I think it's possible. Well, I, yeah, I know it's possible. It's obviously possible, because, like, <laughs> I mean, it's Deus Ex, right? It's just like... <laughs> well, yeah. It's just like the first game where I didn't know for, like, two playthroughs that you could actually save your brother in the original Even though game. that was really dumb. It was dumb, <laughs> but it was cool. And there was no point to it. I, I imagine it'd be the same with this, where, like, Malik will turn up, like... Will say like two things for the rest of the game, despite the fact you've saved her. Yeah, probably. But was, uh, that, was that like in, was that the the bit where your flat gets assaulted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he tells you to go out the window. Yeah, and I just went, oh, okay, fine. But you can actually fight that bit. Mm. Just cover the entire corridor in lambs. Yep. <laughs> and just fire a whole load of get rockets down there when they when the men in black come in. Yep. Yeah, men in black. They were hilarious enemies, and women in black. With giant glowing swords. Yep. <laughs> that was a retarded game. But yeah, uh, so that's why I am Hengshaw. I'm down in the sewers or something. I think I found Malik's body and I was like, right, I'm going to go and reverse this and actually make it so that she's not actually dead. Um, yeah, that's the bit where it gets stupid again. Really? Well, you, it's like you do that, you go down into the sewers and you find the dude you're meant to find down there and then you realise how dumb it was when you find the dude. All right, <laughs> that's the way to get. I haven't quite got there yet, but yeah, okay. I look forward to the dumbness. <laughs> Dumb alert. The thing, the thing is, I think this is the other thing because you, you, did you know about that? How there's that stupid, uh, like DLC extra bit of mission of like rescuing Tracer or something. Is that the new DL- the missing link thing? I don't know if it is else. that one or whether it's another one. All right, that's the thing. I I haven't been paying attention at all to the DLC, but because when I. 
when I told you before about how you find Trace Tong and he's like in the docks or whatever, and yeah, you just yeah. see him getting on a boat called the Tracer, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes away. Yeah. I think there's like meant to be a whole mission there. Oh, right. And the fact that he just randomly appears right then is like, but then I don't see how, where it fits in with the rest of the thing that I just did that caused that explosion, which was the distraction that let him escape. I'm not sure. I'm sure that's where it's meant to fit in. Mm. It just doesn't seem like it. Mm. Unless that was the DLC, and I accidentally have it somehow. I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure that was meant to be DLC, because everyone made a big riot about it. About how it was like day one DLC that was making you pay for this bit of the game. Or something. Maybe they just included it because everyone was being pissed off. Because it's not like the missing link, is it? Because that's the first... No. That's not out yet, is it? Or? No, that's the, not out yet. Because yeah. the, I mean, the one that they're the, they're about to release, that presumably that one is the, that one makes sense where it fits in with the story because you're like you go into like a stasis pod or whatever, and then you wake up. But, but, but because of that, you can just wake up again <laughs> some time during that period, and then you can put it like put the DLC in there, and then go back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this DLC is done. I go back to sleep. Convenient. Yeah. So that's Tales X. Um... The only other thing I've really been playing is Gears of War 1, which really? <laughs> so I broke out for some reason. I played the first couple of acts of that. That's a pretty good game, that. It's, still good. it's still good. I think it's probably got the best storytelling of the series. It's nice. The thing that I like about Gears, especially Gears 1, um, it, it went a bit wrong in Gears 2 because they made it so epic. Uh, hence the name Epic Mega Games. But the thing about <laughs> Gears that, because everyone complains that it's like the artsy or whatever complains that it's all very macho and dude bro and brainless. And chest high walls. And yeah, <laughs> and but the, like Call of Duty has gone that way, hasn't yeah, it? It's really macho and brainless. But the thing that Gears has, especially the first game, that Call of Duty doesn't have is really, really good atmosphere. It's got such yeah, it's got such a sense of foreboding, and, yeah. and I loved the whole backstory setup with E Day and yeah, and the whole the, just the whole way it's set up is great. But when, I mean, they do say "dude, bro," and yeah, come on, and all that stuff in combat. Shit, yeah. But when uh, between the combat, it's like gotta love Dom. It's a really nice. It's a really good world. It's post-apocalyptic, but it's not like anyone could do like a completely destroyed modern city. Mm. But this has like really nice architecture that gives you like a a sense of what the place was like before everything went wrong. The destroyed wrong. beauty thing is yeah. is really really well done. That's the best thing. It, it does have some game flaws. Like I, I still don't get on with that berserker scene at the end of Act One. Yeah, it, that's a bit. I don't know, it feels a bit hammed in. It was okay, I suppose, the first time you play it, but then it's the section you never really want to play again. Yeah, it's annoying. Just trying to get him through the doors. Like, it doesn't yeah. quite cl- work. Like, no. clip right, and you always get... It's a bit of a pain. I mean, it's fine. The problem is it doesn't checkpoint enough. If it checkpoint every fucking door, then you could just get yeah. through it. <laughs> yeah, but... um because it shouldn't be. It's not a proper challenge, is it? It's, no, just, yeah. it's just an. A, a Sometimes thing. it's a bit of luck whether you actually seem to dive out of the way. And, yeah, exactly. You know, it in it, or, time. or that you haven't got yourself in a slightly awkward position. And that's where you're using the old. You're having slight problems with the old everything on one button because you yeah. have to roadie run and dive quite a lot in order to yeah. handle that situation. And that's both on one button, and it's the same button as snap into cover. So it's like. Mm. It's it's a bit overloaded that button in gears. Yeah, it's a nice setup to that bit though, isn't it? Because there's the, there's the shadowy. You see a berserker do some bad stuff yeah. in shadow form. It looks really and, cool. Uh, yeah, and then you finally meet it, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's got good sound effects and stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, for all I, I personally think the way that the story is laid out is a lot better in the first one as well, because the first game plays out more like 
not that you're particularly special. No. You know what I mean? You just feel like four guys on the job. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. It's a bit... It was original, really, in that, that you know, most games make you feel like a total badass and that you're the yeah. centre of the story. Well, which is fine to team. a certain degree because there is an entertainment value in that. Mm. But it was nice to finally feel I'm part of something bigger here. Yeah. Even though you aren't, really. <laughs> No, you're not. You're not. But the game sort of gave you that feel. You know, you are still the main squad, and you end up doing the main thing at the end of the game. But the main, yeah. the main point. But of in your between, mission. but like... the, yeah, the route you take to get to it and stuff, you don't feel quite so. Until the halfway point in the game, it just feels like, oh, we're just on the job. I mean, in the start of the second act that I was playing, Nightfall, it's like you go through that kind of. Uh, what are they called? The, the stranded, stranded. And the krill. yeah, the stranded people, and they're like locking their doors and trying to. They hate Shun, you, basically. Well, yeah, because the cog destroyed all the cities and yeah. the hammer strikes to try and stop the where the biggest locust uh, eruptions were, shall we say. Yeah. So they're all in trouble and yeah. they don't like you. Yeah, they hate the middle tree. And it's just got really good... Uh, the music is good. Uh, the, the music in the... Yeah, that little sound. Like, the, mu- the, the little musical stabs in the quiet areas are really, really well mm. done in Gears. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit strange sometimes where it's deadly quiet and then all of a sudden you get like a sudden event like when you first spot the uh, like when a, a lambent wretch turns up and it's like yeah <laughs> that's so cool wretches are still annoying I, I still have problems with the bloody uh, the, the bloody chainsaw not revving up properly and like um, you know if you get hit it goes wrong doesn't it yeah. and then and then, and then you can't recover it really. it's most that, that mechanic is most frustrating in the first yeah yeah because they made it extreme it doesn't really work it's like you know the chainsaw was supposed to be like super powerful if you can if you can weapon, get out there whereas they, they made it slightly less annoying in the next two yeah it, I still find the Lancer the actually the easiest way to deal with the wretches, ironically, because you'd think it'd be the shotgun or, or the or the well, chainsaw. Yeah, the reload but... is the problem on the shotgun. Yeah, exactly. Well, normal wretches, the chainsaw is quite effective because they don't really attack you while you're chainsawing in the first game. Mm. You don't really get hurt very often when you're chainsawing in Gears One. Yeah, but it's a... they'll still get you while you're recovering from it. Well, wait, when when you get control back, if there's like two yeah, wretches yeah, still yeah, there, they can still munch yeah. you. But then you can. Uh, a lot of the time, you can just re-rev quite quickly enough to get the next one. Yeah, that that's so, the difficulty. Just getting that. Make sure you don't get hit in that. It just takes one. longer, so I try not to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's easier just to shoot them. But the Lancer just kills everything. It's <laughs> like, that's the most, the most effective weapon in all of them, really. Just, just use the Lancer. And that's cool by me. I like the Lancer. So yeah, that's uh, Gears 1. I don't know if you want to segue into Gears 3. Let's do that. Okay. Roll Kemp, what have you been playing? I've been playing... Gears of War 3, who'd have really? thought? Yeah. <laughs> Stunning surprise. Uh, I've now finished it, mm-hmm. the campaign. Um, that doesn't sound like, you know, that doesn't sound too impressive given that we've had three weeks since I got it to actually uh, actually do that. But I've been yeah. liberally splicing it with multiplayer. And uh, so, you know, make the campaign last kind of style. Yeah. Um, I don't know quite what to talk about because it's, it's in, in, in a sort of strange way because it's, it is great, and I'll put it in my category of great games, mm-hmm. which is, you know, minimal. That opening stuff I saw looked fantastic. But this leads me to precisely to the first problem, and we're probably, it's going to be hard to talk about this without going into spoiler territory. Okay. So, uh, uh, spoiler alert, potential, awesome. I'll try and gloss around it as best I can. Yeah. Um, that first act is the best act in the game. Right. 
by a long way. Right. That that opening is fantastic, and that and even the scene after it, which is slightly more normal gears, where you're playing as Cole and Baird and yeah. Um, Two random characters, uh, Sam and Jace, I think you get in that section. Right. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, anyway, that whole act is great. The whole setup is great because Cole's hometown is done really well. It's nice to have Cole take some spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, you know, no, <laughs> Cole Train's He's amazing. He's fucking Cole Train. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> He's at home on the rails. He's at home on the rails! <laughs> He's a smooth ride. That's a. Uh... Yeah, so that that whole section is great. Like seeing little um, uh, endorsements he has done for like kids' breakfast cereal and things in the in a supermarket and stuff. Little, neat little touches everywhere. And eventually, you get to actually visit his fresh ball field, which is, which causes a bizarre hallucination of him playing playing fresh ball whilst on the battlefield, which is cool. It's like a lot of people don't. From what I've read, a lot of people don't get on with that scene because it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Right. But I just thought, oh man, that's that's just awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> You know, it's it's like um, it's just entertaining more than anything. And um, through that act, you get a sort of like you get the sort of the classic gears play. You get a bit of the um, the sort of mid-fight banter. You know, there's a bit of humour and stuff like Dom shouting "Get off my tomatoes" and stuff. You know, in the middle of a fight, it's just like "Oh, the tomatoes!" and stuff. So there's, there's a bit of there's a few chuckles. The you know, sets up the story really nicely. Big, massive, epic fight. Yeah, can't really complain. And then all of that seems, all of the stuff that makes the Gears storytelling good seems to start to go away. Right. The epicness becomes a bit too much. Oh, I don't like that. If you know what I mean, they go, oh, holy shit. It's like, yes, you're the last few cogs around and stuff. Yes, things get pretty dire pretty fast. Um, There's not going to be quite so much room for banter. But then again, it starts to lose some of the Gears' essence at that point and starts to becoming too... Yeah, almost Call of Duty in its style. It's like everything yeah. is deadly serious. The jokes don't exist anymore. The um, I just wish they'd go a bit more low key after that big opening. Like, like, like. Well, the, they do. Like the, first the second, the second act is well. The second half of the first act is normal gears, really, but right. still with a few intense firefights because the Lambent are cool to fight against. Yeah, cool. And um, but then at the end of that act, you get the normal locusts start appearing and. The second act is mostly normal locusts. I've seen the way normal locusts come out of the ground. That's awesome. Yeah, they now jump out now. Rather than making big emergence holes like they had to in the cities of the first game, they now have a... um, They they now just go poof and fly into the sky and then you can sort of shoot them in the air and stuff. uh, (laughs) Awesome. It's it's pretty cool. It makes some of the the, uh, fights begin more instantly. And they don't have a particular one spot to come out anymore. So they suddenly go, Poof! and there's tons of them around you. I'm like, fuck, get in cover. Which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It just never hits the same notes as the start. Part of the problem, and Games Radar wrote a very, very good article on most of these issues. Um, so check that out if you can. By comparing it to Spider-Man 3. Right. With, as we mentioned Multiple before, enemy. character bloat being an issue. Yeah. Not not even on the enemy side. The problem's not on the enemy side at all. The problem's on the cog side. Right. There's now eight cogs right. that play some part in the storyline. And this is probably because of the the inclusion of four-player co-op. They right. felt the need to actually make sure you always had four players in the squad. Biggest problem of this is that for some reason they split Delta Squad most of the time. Mm. So for the majority of the game, you play as a team with Marcus, Dom... And two randoms, like Sam or Jace or Anya, mm. and uh, who take up the the flak. But 
these characters are never really explored. They're never really mashed out. Jace, for instance, might as well have not fucking existed. He's just... He's a nothing character. Completely nothing character. And is only there for the ride. Mm. And it would have been better without him. And this is the biggest problem, is that there's not enough... Actually, I think only right at the end of the game do you actually get a section where you play with all four of the normal Delta Squad. And that's when the game's at its best, is when you have Delta Squad. That combination combination of characters works great. Mm. So why ruin it? And uh, actually, no, that's slightly incorrect. Red Act that you never actually really play with the full squad, I don't think. There may be a couple of sections where you do, but but, but anyway, it's, it's what is it's the full squad? Marcus and Dom and Cole and normally Bed. it's Marcus, Dom, Cole and Bed, which is, makes up your squad from the first two games. Provided Car- Carmine isn't dying, provided Carmine isn't dying, and provided uh, you know the, the first game did that in the start by allowing two player co op, and then Cole and Bed would often go off yeah, and do other things, them, yeah. and then rejoin the team. Or so it was mostly the Marcus and Dom show, yeah. Um, but now they seem I don't know. It's just a bit of a character mess. You've got these four side characters that aren't really explored. Oh, Dizzy's back as well. Exactly. Yeah. He was only the, he only existed at the start of Gears Two to be like the um, the mechanic guy yeah, yeah. who drove the cars, and he got into a big fight with evil Scourge dude, who's a right badass with his double chainsaw pole thing, and uh, and you never you don't actually see the end of that fight in Gears Two. You go underground and you you. Given the state in which Ty ends up in the second game, you assume Dizzy has met a similar fate. He's fine. He's fine. And how he got out of that situation is never explained. Because <laughs> he obviously didn't kill Scourge, because you have to do that later on in Gears of War 2. Right. And, you know, because there's a fight with this the bit where you get chased by the Reaver um, in the tunnel in Gears 2. But, uh, that's, uh, but how did he escape? How did he, did he like not escape? Did he get caught or something? None of that is explained. It's like, he's just there. And it's right. like, hi guys. <laughs> it's like, admittedly, Marcus was a bit surprised. You know, this is one of those moments where it's like, what? But okay. in the storyline, but it's just like, you didn't need to be there. I mean, it's cool that you're dead. Dizzy is a character that could have been explored, but then they don't explore it again. Mm, they don't bother. You find out that he was in the Navy at one point. That's it. That's his character arc. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. They they could have done a better job with, with the storytelling. It's, it's the only real flaw, really, and and the set pieces are never as grand as the first bit. Right. Mm. That first fight is amazing. Yeah, the, I agree. Yeah, yeah. definitely looks really cool. But that, that kind of checks my a little bit my but enthusiasm slightly. While most of this is negative, because it's easy to pick on the negative, I don't really want to take away from what I said last week, and that it is still a great playing game. Do you think it's better than Gears Two? Yeah. Yeah, easily. Cool. I mean, Gears, case, to, Gears, two, bit, yeah, Gears bit... 2 has a better sort of layout of the levels, I think, and the pacing is better in 2. But the actual gameplay as it's a whole yeah. is, is, is better in 3. Cool. As okay. I said before, it's not by much. It's kind of an incremental thing. It's not like they revolutionised the game in any way, but it's, uh, it's definitely better in pretty much every way. It's hard to, hard to fault, really. Cool. And how about the uh, multiplayer? Actually, no, there are, uh, I've got one more fault, actually. And this was kind of like one of the good things that I thought at first. You know, in the in the first... When I first described the game, they, I mentioned that they changed how when you get shot, you don't immediately die. You take on the co-op style, I'm down, and oh, the yeah, AI yeah. can revive you. 
As the game goes on, though, the AI seems to get more and more stupid to that. So you'll be right. down for ages just crawling around, and there'll be a guy standing right next to you, and you're like, revive me? Hello? Right here, until a, a locust just walks up to you and curb stomps you. And, you're, and it's like, why? Why did you do that? That's so stupid. Yeah. And it's like, a bit of you can't help but think, oh, well, that's probably fair enough. I, I was downed, you know, I, from doing something stupid, blah, blah, blah. Is I there probably, any way to, like, I probably kill yourself deserve, and go no, back to the previous No, you have to wait for it to kill oh. you or for a locust to kill you. Can you bring out Or the... get exploded. Exploded just killed you instantly. Can you but, bring up the menu and go load Oh, you probably save, could, yeah. Or something, if you can't be bothered, if you like. But you just want to be revived. Yeah. I mean, there's that chance for redemption, so you wait for it. Yeah. And then the AI fucks up. And it's, it's like, like oh. oh. Yeah, mm, that is a problem. Yeah. In arcade mode, death is less of an issue as well. And if you're playing arcade co-op, for instance, death just means you respawn. I think in campaign co-op if someone dies it ends it for all players I could be wrong on that I haven't tried campaign co-op but in an arcade co-op you just come back to life and lose some points I think right yeah um, which is fine so it keeps the level flowing hmm, makes sense but yeah just irritating little thing that gets more frustrating as the game goes on for some reason it's like if they get too it's more like they get distracted by enemies if there's something to shoot at they won't help you that sucks. It would be better if you could call for help and then they ignored everything and then if they died, that would be your fault. Yeah. It's not really... Yeah. And the last boss is... At least the last boss is actually a boss this time. Rather than Gears 1, shit boss. Gears 2, not really a boss. More of mm-hmm. a scene in which you pull a trigger. And Gears 3, oh, actually a boss fight. That's not too bad. Mm. It's like they can do boss fights. like the first Leviathan you fight in 2, was it? Um, yeah, yeah. Where it bites the boat. That's a yeah. really cool fight. That's pretty cool, You have to cool, think yeah. about it a little bit, even if you can't aim your grenades so well some of the time. All the time. Yeah, all the time. I was, <laughs> I was a shit throw. Yeah. <laughs> the grenades in Gears are just a nightmare to use. They take, they take a long time, is the thing. Yeah. And you're in the open. You're really exposed, there. yeah. They're difficult to use, in, in especially in insane mode. If you're playing insane mode, they're freaking hard, unless you yeah. blind throw them. But yeah, it's quite cool. It's like even even Adam Phoenix doesn't seem to be explained too much. It's like uh, apparently he's been trying to reach you for ages, but didn't think that the the the, the radio jamming thing that you discover later on in the game would have stopped him from getting there. So the whole bit at the end of Gears Two, like the teaser where he goes, "What have you done?" Uh, when you sink Jacinto, it's just like it's like how how would he have ever how would that communication have ever reached anyone? <laughs> it's like. Uh, and then they go back and sort of red act some of the. Um, how do you say? Is it red act or red? How do you pronounce that? Red act, redact. <laughs> yeah, redact. I think redact. <laughs> Not red act. Red act. Yeah, I don't know why I keep saying it as red act. Yes, they get they get they go back and sort of redact the backstory as well. It's more like red act is like blacking out. Oh no, it's more like red retcon, more retcon is what, is what you yeah, that's probably what looking are looking for. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Redact is like um, on Black, Black Ops when yeah. when when you see that come up. At the, it's kind of cool when yeah. it shows and it redacts the bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, you're right. It is retcon. Yeah, yeah. They, they go and well, I'm not entirely sure it's retconning, but it's kind of changing your idea, <coughs> idea of it and sort of like. They, they they do that on a number of occasions, and it's just like it's not as cool like this. I would have preferred it with the original story, or the the original way I was thinking of it. And it's they retconned it for the worst. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's difficult when they do that. It's like hard shot first. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> stuff like that. That's different though. <laughs> it's like not. In, I think yeah, maybe what Rob was saying is not necessarily retcon. It's more like you they they 
provide more information that makes you see it in a different light. Yeah, and not as cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Where, rather than actually changing the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, I've played all the multiplayer modes as well now, and it has to be said they're all good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much all of them are nice in their own special ways. They haven't really changed too much, but everything seems to flow a bit nicer. Horde mode is more interesting because of, of herd mode. <laughs> it's more interesting because of the, bat- the the battlements you can make. Battlements. Which is fine because it take the game is a lot harder than it used to be. Yeah. Um, so you need the defences. Um, I, I like King of the Hill. King of the Hill is good fun. It's like Crazy King from Halo where the hill has a certain amount of points attached to it and then right. it moves somewhere else. Um, it can be quite easy to get owned by it if, if the enemy team is well organised because they could capture the point, wait for it to run down enough so they, so they get the majority of the points for it, and then they'll all move somewhere else. Where they think they'll it's spread out appear. to the other points, and then it's like, but you're battling for that those points in the current one, and then it'll just appear somewhere else. So it's it's no, interesting. But... It, would be, it would work well as a team game, you know, if you're actually talking to your teammates. Yeah. Like mo- most of Gears would work better if you had a proper talking team to play with. It's very tactical. Um, unfortunately I don't really know anyone that really plays Gears that much so it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not going to have that which is a shame because it seems cool uh, the season pass is now out as well mm-hmm. 33% off the next 4 or 5 download packs I think it is do you care about that? well I sort of I, get, I would I, I am tempted but I think I'd care more if again if I had the people to play it with if I was playing it more regularly with a team I think I'd almost certainly go into this, because the first pack is a horde update, basically, mm-hmm. with more defences, a couple of extra characters, including Dizzy in his normal workman overalls, <laughs> for some reason. So he can be <laughs> Southwestern hat man not wearing armour. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And General Hoffman's sort of love interest is, is another one. Bernie. Bernie. And the Onyx Guard, I think. Uh, and, and several new maps as well. So they've done more than the Call of Duty super expensive map pack by throwing in actually, oh, actually, we're going to improve this, 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 and this as well while doing it. And I think a lot of the DLC is going to be like that, which is which is reassuring. You're going down the right route here. You're giving people more value for money than just maps. But wouldn't you but rather sort of like putting bug fixes into a DLC? Well, <laughs> like yeah, they're making good... things better... Than they are to start with. There's not a bug fix, is it's it? It's sort of a bug fix if they're changing the mechanics. They're not changing mechanics, they're adding new upgrades. Yeah, but that changes the mechanics. It's like Horde mode. If you had those new things that they're adding in the pack in the old version, would it be. Well, they're they're going to split it out, they're going to split them out with playlists. Well, yeah, I mean, of course. So, they you, have can, to. so you can play new and old stuff. But. But would you rather have some Halo map packs than, <laughs> than, the, than the Gears DLC? It's a question. Mm. Halo map oh, missed... is virtually worthless now. It's like since they added Forge, where he would just make the good maps, no, and the more they're... Forge maps are better than the actual maps. Well, we discussed this before, <laughs> the Forge maps are often more fun than the actual Bungie maps. Do you think? Yeah, easily. They look like shit. Yeah, but, you know, the, the Forge problem. maps aren't very aesthetically pleasing. No, they're not. But, but they play better. Right. I made this point before, it's mostly because Forge maps are, fairly, are a simpler design. And this is where Gears actually succeeds. Most of its multiplayer maps have a fairly memorable, simple design. Right. And <laughs> Although that can have its own problems. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. only being two spawn points. <laughs> yeah, that can be a, a, an issue during TDM at times, but um, most of the time there, it, 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 it bounces itself well enough. But I prefer the, the concept of a simple... I suppose Gears doesn't have to deal with scale quite so badly as Halo does, but it's uh, um, the simpler maps are just more fun. 
and mm. easier and Halo, and the simpler maps in Halo are more fun yeah. Cliffhanger for instance is one of the smaller levels and is great I love that level it's fantastic even the sort of blocky floating um, levels and forged that are sort of entirely forged pieces no actual landscape at all but are mm. sort of like just floating platforms and stuff like that. even they're fun and more fun than the the big scale levels, for instance, I could have quite easily. I've, done, I've mentioned this before. I mentioned this on the podcast I was listening to earlier today. Um, Which is why you're talking about it now. I'm talking about it now, yeah, because I know about it. <laughs> Again, I've been reminded by myself. Yeah, is that sword base should never have existed as a multiplayer level. It's yeah. fucking awful. That is terrible, and yet it comes up so goddamn often. You just end up at the top all the time. There's that one space where you fight yeah. the entire map. It's a shit, shit level. Yeah, it's really and bad. It's like, mm, maybe 343 will like, do some better <laughs> stuff with Halo 4, maybe. Also, yeah. Well, I suppose that would be the interesting thing. The map pack with CE is still going to happen. What, the classic maps from Halo yeah, 1? Halo 1 maps may end up in Some of them were kind of rich, and some of them were cool. What was that, yeah. the, the valley, the one, not Blood Gulch, but smaller valley with the two bases at either end, with the river gulch thing? Doorbell. Oh, doorbell. Doorbell. What? Doorbell. That might be Halo 3. But... <laughs> Halo 3 at the door. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I better sort this out. You yeah, you better do. You okay, so. Um, Shut the door behind you. Clunk. Sacri Burgess. <laughs> yeah, we better talk to me. What have you been playing? Well, I better talk about something that Rob hasn't played. Yeah, not that feels I guess. Yeah, we did, can't talk about that. We can't talk about one of the other things I was playing. What can I talk about? Um, shit, what have I played by myself? I, well, no, wait, I can't talk about that either because we've both played that. Fine. Did you get the... Are you oh, I played... In yesterday, I played a small amount of Torchlight. Because oh, yeah. I realised that I was sitting around not playing anything, and I was like, fuck, what do I want to play? It's like, yeah. I played Team Fortress the night before, and I was like... Yeah, enough of that. And it's like, I, it's like I want to play something, yeah. but I don't know what I feel like. And I was like, well, maybe I should play Torchlight, because that's totally different from the normal stuff that I play. And it's one of the... Basically, I'm just so lazy as to not install anything, so it was like... <laughs> What am I going to do? Oh, well, I guess Torchlight's already installed. <laughs> I'll go back to that. Yeah. And I'm, uh, and I'm still theoretically aiming for the ridiculous achievements of, like, going 100 levels deep into the dungeon. <laughs> oh, or whatever. God. Yeah. Well, that's really dumb. It's like, I'm nearly at level... I'm ne- my character's nearly at level 100, so that's what, and that's an achievement. Yeah. At least I think that's an achievement. But I'm still only, like... <laughs> you for- hope. I'm still only, like, 40 floors down in the dungeon, and there's achievements for 50 and 100. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? It's going to take literally forever. You're determined. Well, I'm not that, so... <laughs> the fact was that I hadn't played it for ages, and then when I went back, I was like, I really don't remember how this works still, but then I quickly remembered it. Because as you... As, like, I'm sure I discussed at the time, the thing with Torchlight being that there's basically... It, there's very clearly, even though there's like three skill trees or whatever, there's very clearly only very specific skills that actually work together. So like where my main character, Ranger, who's at level 90 now, is just like, I have very specifically buttons where it's like, I know exactly what every button does and I know exactly when to use them and when to spam magic. So it all came flooding back, did it? Yeah, very quickly. Do you think Avon ladies should adhere to Sunday working hours? Hours. No, because they're weirdly, like, not official or, you know... What's it? Who's Avon, Avon, lady? What's Avon? That's do you not know about Avon? They're the sort of guys that no. come around door to door and go, Ding dong, do you want your cosmetics? No, yeah. I don't. Those are horrible. Ca- it's, like, it's like Lakeside, only more door to door. Lakeside is still a catalogue, 
a city council. I don't think we had door to door. It's like Tupperware. Britain in this day. <laughs> yeah, it would be like Tupperware if we were in the fifties. <laughs> Tupperware party. They have to have a slightly broader range of products in this age. <laughs> I don't know. Tupperware still works on the same model, doesn't it? Only in America. Really? No, they have Tupperware parties here. Yeah, but not as you know. Not we can as buy much. them from ASDA. Yeah. I suppose you don't need to have a door-to-door salesman to see, hey, have some Tupperware. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's those clip ones that are superior anyway these days. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of things that are superior. They're all the better. same. And cheaper. <laughs> brand name. Yeah, that's or true. Whatever. Anyway, back to the games. Now yeah. that Rob has re-entered the room, we can talk about the actual stuff. Unless uh, you want to continue talking about whatever you were talking about. So, so what possessed you to play Torchlight again? Um, I didn't know, know what I wanted to play. <laughs> um, I was like... So you were just like, oh, this will pass some time until I can remember well, what no, I was going to do. No, it was more like... I didn't want to play the, the same stuff, stuff that I've been playing as normal, but I also couldn't be bothered to like dig around in my games and install something or whatever. Uh, yeah, I know that feeling. So I'd like our torchlight. I guess that will do. Mm. I should really continue writing my space camp guide because I made a big deal, well, and, it's, and it's actually getting a lot of hits now. Well, <laughs> <I laughs> <know>. fuck! <laughs> I should probably continue with that, so people won't be disappointed by it only being this one page with, with like general hints. But that means I actually basically have to go and sort of semi-play today's game again from the start. Not really, but I have to be aware of what all the levels are so I can write them out and kind Because that's the thing I, when I've been planning on how I'm going to write this, it's like, at least, for at least the first two planets, I basically don't have to write anything at all because those are almost tutorials. Yeah. And even for, like, the specific, when I get to, like, writing about specific levels, there isn't actually that much you have to write. That's it's like you have to say you if if it's like a multi reactor one, it's like here's an obvious way to partition your reactors. Where it's like in the first reactor you do this, and the second reactor you do this, and third because you, you're not actually going to show an entire fucking solution. That would no. take literally forever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's more like hints. Although you could make a lot of comedy YouTube videos of like solutions. Well, I've been doing that as well. Over it. I've already included some videos in my guide of like because that was the advantage of. Are they getting hits then? Well, yeah, through the guide. I made them hidden in the YouTube, so they're only getting hit through the guide. Oh, cool. Which gives me another way of measuring how how many people are actually mm. reading it. We need to discuss whether this can be hosted on the cast's website. Rather than <laughs> what kinds as well? You know, we should, we should have content that we write on our own site. Well, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I, I will look into all that website stuff. But I was making these videos. It's actually really handy, because since they introduced the, the journal thing where you where you can make your own puzzle, I can now make specific puzzles to show a specific specific thing and then make a recording of those things. So it's actually really handy for making a guide because mm. I can specify what I want to come in and what I want to go out and then I can make as as simple as simple solution as possible or whatever. Cool. So yeah, that was pretty sweet. Have Sorry, you any interest that. in that Frozen Synapse thing? Because there's a bundle that includes space. The camp. humble Frozen Synapse <laughs> bundle. Well, not really, because I already have. Well, I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, do you care about Frozen Synapse? No, not really. I don't really know enough about it to care. Which is... It looks kind of, kind of interesting. Well, yeah, it's... sort of. But I don't know. I didn't, it didn't appeal to me from what bits of it I saw. Okay. On the plus side, for the Space Game aspect, I did notice that there was like, there was a whole other post on the Space Game forum on Jungle, and I was like, holy fuck, people! 
<laughs> so it was like there's basically only three posts in the entire of the Space Game Forum and there was like the one before I arrived where someone guy was like help me with this puzzle so I replied to it and told him what to do then there's my post where I was like I'm writing a guide and then there's this new post where it's like it's in the bundle <laughs> 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 that's the entirety of Although there have been several more people on Giant Bomb now who have all the achievements, so I'm not the not the one guy who has all the achievements any longer. I think you should l- at least link to the space campaign on Happy Salad from your guy. Yeah, I was planning on fitting a like a backlink and, in there and somewhere. vice versa, like like, like a sort of a like maybe at the end or something like about me. Go to Happy Salad and listen to my voice. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Do it as the start, do it as the blurb, just to sort of like introduce yourself. Yeah, I was thinking. This is, this is Zachary yeah, Bird, rena- renowned it. commentator on HappyCell.com. <laughs> renowned <Dot> net. guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was start. my theoretical yeah. space game stuff that I need to do. I want to have a more productive period. That's my, that's, <laughs> that's my other problem. I've been having this, like, where it's like, I keep thinking, oh, I should do space game, or I should, like, do some drawing, or. Finish some stuff I've been working on. It's like, and then I never do. And then I'm like, oh, t <laughs> Stuff you've been working on, other than drawing. Yeah. It's I like, know you still do drawings. Very rarely. Which is why I, this is the problem. This is why I want to do it. And I'm like, I need to actually get off my ass and do some things that aren't just playing a game. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> on the plus side, I did manage to... Advice for life there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I did manage to completely kick my worm habit at last. Because I realised I was, I realised I was only logging on to do maintenance, and I was never actually doing anything to progress anything. And I was like, as much as this is awesome that I've made this shit, and as much as I know that as soon as I stop get caring for it, it'll just get completely fucked up. I'm just like, I have to just stop. Yeah. <laughs> so then I did, and I just, just uninstalled it and deleted it, and then had like several days where I was thinking about it constantly and no. how shitty it was getting, and I was like, Ooh. Well, you did proper compulsion, though. Fuck. You were like tempted to log in and see what mess. Yeah, to fix it up, and it was like, ah. Oh. See, I'd really be intrigued at this point to just go. I wonder what does happen if I leave it for fucking ages. Well, I know what was that, what happens because I've seen other people's shit that's yeah. been left for ages. Plus, my original house. I technically went back there once to see what was left of it. It's like, wow, there's some floorboards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about it. People just steal it. Well, yeah. As soon as you've got an unsecured thing, generally, although my place, the place I had built, was quite backwatery, so. It might survive for quite a while before anyone breaks it and steals it all. But surely if one person finds it, then they'll just take everything. Well, you, I had a lot of stuff. It was oh. like more than you could carry. Although I guess I left my carts there, so... <laughs> they could be ready to just shovel my shit in the cart and drag it away. <laughs> but that would be good for them, to be honest, because I had a lot of good stuff. Yeah. It's like... They'll do well out of looting your... Yeah, your they, should, they should take it if I'm not ever going to come back. Yeah, exactly. Everyone now subscribe to the Zach Worm charity. <laughs> well, I was thinking about, like... Literally, put, like saying in chat or something, someone come and take over my house. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, it's like every time I think about doing, it's like that sort of like an Eve as well. Why where... would they want like someone else's house? Like, well, even if it was awesome, it wouldn't be theirs. Well, so it's not like that's always what I thought about Eve and Worm. Like just giving people cash in Eve. It's like if you're not actually playing the game to get this stuff then what are you actually doing? <laughs> it's like if you're not playing Worm to build up your skills and then build your own house or anything, you're not actually playing the game. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the point in just going straight to a dread- Dreadnought or whatever? Yeah. It's like, you're only going to get yourself killed. Yeah, or, or you're not actually in in like Worm or whatever, you're not 
there's there's nothing for you to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably. I mean, that was basically why I stopped playing Worms because it was like I'd done the survivalist done aspect of building up this awesome house and getting it secure and everything, and then it's like, well, there's nothing to do now. <laughs> I yeah. just grind skills. So that's not actually interesting. You basically completed it. Yeah, basically, effectively. Except there's nothing to tell you that. Uh, and partially, uh, it's all... like SimCity, isn't it? I suppose. It's yeah. like, I built a fully functioning city. What do I do now? Just watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cash. It's like partial, and also partially the reason that I actually also left Wormwood was because they made a stupid update that made it so that like trolls or whatever could break down your walls, and I didn't, I didn't realize that that also the actual trolls. Yeah, there's trolls. Yes. I thought it was supposed to be, like, realistic. Based. We already had this discussion the first time I told you about how I still think it's wrong. <laughs> trolls and lava spiders. <laughs> but yeah, so they made it so they could break down your walls. And I assumed that that meant the walls that were, were on your, um, what do you call them? The land that you own or whatever. Because, norm- like, walls and houses on land that you've paid the in-game cash to own don't degrade over time, which is like, that's why you do it, mm-hmm. to preserve it, so you don't have to constantly go and maintain all your walls. And I assume that those would be protectors as well from the animals, but they weren't. So a troll broke down my wall and my cows escaped. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, well, fuck. <laughs> I guess that was a good time as any to quit this for then. Fuck it. I'm beefless. Yeah, all my cows got out. I managed to save like two of them, and then I was like, <laughs> can't be arsed any longer. <laughs> Were they a breeding pair? Yep. Oh, I to actually find a male and a female. Wait, wait, wait. If you leave your guys, your cows, your breeding cows unguarded, would you come back and just find a swarm of cows? No. Fortunately, they aren't clever enough to breed themselves. Aww. <laughs> Although, I mean, obviously animals just appear out of nowhere. They should be shaking, <laughs> like, cow- they should be shaking like cow rabbits. Cow rabbits. They'd all die from starvation, though, or disease, or if rabbits. they kept breeding enough. In <laughs> die from rabbits. The rabbits eat cows. No rabbits. Oh. <laughs> There are ducks, though. Well, you can hear, <laughs> yeah, hear ducks. Yes. You can hear ducks when you buy water. So yeah, worm is done. It is no more. I deleted that fucker. Hooray! So they they are actually still working on it then. Well, yeah, they had been continuously all the time I played it. Right. And they even opened a new server. That was another reason for me to finally say I'm done, because basically they opened a new server and then everyone went there, <laughs> naturally, in the classic land rush style, where it's like, oh my god, frisky land charge! Claim it! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like as soon as people started creating like maps of this new continent it was like let's look at this map of the coastline and see that there's just a basically just a continuous line of settlements because everyone wants coastal settlements it was like man that's really crap <laughs> that was why I settled where I did because it was like up in the hills away from all these other settlements because no one wants to be miles up in the hills and I was like I can work this it's fine and then it was like yeah I wish people didn't. It's another classic. It's another classic problem of of worm, where it's like I wish people didn't automatically when they wanted to make their nice houses or whatever automatically make everything perfectly flat because it's incredibly ugly. <laughs> where it's like at one end you have a giant cliff and the other end you have a giant cliff and then in between you have this perfectly flat plane. Yeah, that is dumb. Gotta make it look natural, surely. Yeah. yeah, that's what I did. I made this awesome where it's like I found a bit of land that was sort of sloped correctly because it's like farms you can only have on like up to a seven grade slope. And I was like, oh, this bit of land is almost seven Define all the way across. A seven grade. Where it's like seven, seven piles of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Seven piles of dirt lets you seven digging actions or whatever. Okay. 
So you can only have it on a seven. And I was like, oh, this bit of land is always right. I can make a perfectly seven grade field all the way up to the back. So it was flat at an angle. Yeah, basically. You, you basically did the same thing, but kinked. Well, apart from it was naturally like that. So my actual okay. house didn't have a big cliff at one end or whatever. Yeah, so it blended with the rest of the hill. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, this is how everyone should do it. It looked way more awesome. And then literally... This is how direct... everyone literally would do it in... Well, in, in real life, life yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you can't have, like, ridiculously steep cliffs made of dirt in real life. Yeah, just, like, mudslide warning. But, of course, literally opposite my house, there's an abandoned plot that had, like, three precisely flat tiers <laughs> up the side of this cliff. And it was like, oh, fuck, like... I've, originally, I was thinking about settling on that, because there was no one there at the time. And I was like, no, I want to make mine look awesome. Anyway, talking about things we, that we've actually played in the present. Yeah. <laughs> rather than recapping shit I did millions of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Now that Rob has returned. Hello. Let's talk about Battlefield 3. Let's get this so, shit done. Since actually that's done now because the bees are finished. They finished last week. Yeah. <laughs> we could have talked about this last time. This is week old news. Dum, 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 dum. I watched a random, I can't remember, there was just a random YouTube video clip of Battlefield 3 that I was watching that someone had put the 1942 music over and I was like, that's so much better! Yeah. God damn you, 1942, you had the best music! And Giraffe Man. There's lots of YouTube yeah, videos from Giraffe Man. I've seen people trying to replicate that amazing uh, YouTube video of the guy um, doing a loop-de-loop in, in his zero jumping out, firing a bazooka at the guy who was following him, trying to shoot him, getting him, and then landing back in the cockpit and flying off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, um, I don't think you can do that now. No, all they did was jump out, and then he did manage to lock on and shoot in with But that's not difficult, though, of course. Because yeah. apparently the anti-air is a bit ridiculously... Well, we'll get to that, I guess. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about this in general. Okay, first, well, the, like, first the weird we thing mention, about the beta. Yeah, first thing we should mention: everything we're about to say is highly caveated <laughs> in the sense that it was from the beta, and reports are coming in, hands-on reports from you know professional journalists <laughs> that are basically saying that the beta is not a good representation of the final game. The final game is quite different in terms of its feel, if not its content. Which is really weird. I mean, they said themselves that the beta was like a month-old build when they released it or something. Yeah, a month isn't that long. Yeah, exactly. And it was all also only a month before the game actually comes out. Yeah. And it was like... You've, so this maybe is two months old in terms of comparing yeah. a pre-release to a release. It's like, how are you going to fix all this shit? Because <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that was wrong with it, to be honest. Yeah, if you think about other betas that have happened recently, both the Halo and Gears 3 betas happened about four or five months before the game was to come out. Like yeah. Diablo 3's beta is like coming up, and that's not going to come out for a hell of a long time. And they were basically purely for, bug, <laughs> for bugs and balance. They weren't, yeah. they weren't actually going to fundamentally change the game. They were purely just to iron out the kinks. But the this, thing is, this I mean, like there was far too many kinks for it to be like a, a one-month-old build. This is, unless the real game is in that much trouble. Well, it's like the main one was the floor defamation problems, which they immediately turned off. Yeah, it was like they, you know, they had you know deforming terrain, obviously from craters and shit, which is cool. Which is cool. Apart from you clip through it all the time, so you'd be like jingling up and down, and you'd see through the bottom of the floor. And in severe cases, you'd literally fall through the floor and then get stuck in an invisible hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there were some big problems with that. I did come across... I didn't play much of the beta. You didn't play before they turned off. No, I didn't didn't play before that was changed. But even after they changed it, there were still occasions of you get killed. 
and it will show you it shows you a close up sort of face cam of the guy that killed him. So it can be sometimes difficult to tell where they are. But that's intentional. So much in the hand. That's intentional. Yeah, and they I don't want that. to give you too much information. But there's the odd time where you can see that they're not in the level. And they've just shot through the wrong side of polygons to reach you. And they're like, oh, it's still happening. Well, sometimes the kill cam just fucks up altogether and just shows you a random bit of level outside yeah, the level. It doesn't, doesn't show you any person at all. That has happened as well. But there are times where the kill cam has showed you. It's like, oh, man, there's a dude outside the level just shooting everyone. But the thing was, like, they turned off... The, basically, their solution for this in the beta was to turn off terrain defamation. And they were like, we already have this bug fixed. And it's like, yeah, I hope so. Because <laughs> this is quite severe. It's pretty serious. And there's the other problem, which is may or may not be related to it, of like, it seems like you can shoot through rocks quite easily. Yeah, rocks don't seem to be particularly good cover. <laughs> which is a bit strange, because it's fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not sure if there is bullet penetration, that's the other thing. I assume there is. Like, through thinner walls. there is. Like, Counter-Strike stuff. Because there's, like, these thin metal plates on some parts. Well, me- levels, aren't metal, they? maybe, I don't know. But it's really thin metal. You okay, like, those bits of metal, I know yeah. which bits you're talking about. Those green uprights. Yeah. Yeah, I... They're probably I, not made of, like, Kevlar-enforced aluminium or I don't something. know, they are sort of military deployments, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe the, maybe they are kind of strong. Although also they are very easy to destroy if you throw a medkit at them. It has to be the medkits have superpowers. <laughs> where like if you just when you drop a medkit, you have to be very careful where you put it because you can easily destroy cover by like putting a medkit through a wall. <laughs> I, I never saw that. In fairness, I, I did sort of do the classic thing: crawl along and then drop a medkit into. Yeah, into, if you put the, it down gently. Yeah, I didn't have that problem where it actually damaged anything, but. Although, saying that, it does highlight the point. Train def- the defamation in general is pretty fucking amazing in places. Well, you mean the destructible well, scenery, yeah, not when, the defamation room. Well, not the defamation, yeah, no, the destructible scenery, like when the buildings get whole parts of them blown out. And, it, yeah, it, it, it and still... the cover in front of you is slowly being whittled away. Well, sort of. It is still kind of pretty much binary, where it's like a chunk of wall between the two places will just get destroyed. I know, but it looks really natural when it happens. Yeah. It's like a, it, it's, it's properly good looking when that happens. The, the ex- possible exception of the trees. Yeah, the trees are terrible. Actually, actually, quite a lot of the foliage is kind of shitty well, no, looking. Uh, I hope that I hope that looks better in the final, in like ultra or whatever. Well, it's not. It's not too bad. I, I don't have so much of a problem with them. I mean, they they react to explosions amazingly. Yeah, they waft around. That, that, like, yeah, how how just all the bits of foliage just go woof as an explosion happens <coughs> nearby is incredible. Cool. But the uh, yeah, you're right. Them falling over and then being. A weird obstacle for obstacle. a while until they just disappear. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a bit strange. They could have had. I, I it, as I, we said this when we first, when I first saw them, it's like it would have been nice if they made then the bit of tree destructible like the rest. Yeah, of the like scenery. it breaks into. I don't mind minutes. it coming down being an obstacle. That's cool. It's frustrating for the people that are obstructed, but that's. You know, but the yeah, fact that it just fine. poofs out of existence yeah, after a while, and that you can't actually get rid of it by some explosive means. Like maybe you can, and then it just poofs. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they, there is a damage limit on it. They could have had it so a tank just drives over it, for instance, and it goes... <laughs> and, yeah. You know, it's just something. It doesn't have to be massively realistic. Also, I'm kind of just, worried about, like... It's better than it disappearing and being a bloody rock of obstacles. It's probably more effective <laughs> than rocks yeah, as cover. I'm also a bit worried about, like, all those bushes in the park that inevitably everyone hides in because it's the only cover pretty much. Yeah. And it's really easy to hide in bushes because obviously it has the traditional computer game leaves where it's just like you just pass through them. Mm-hmm. So providing enough of your polygons behind their polygons there's no way they can see you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
But I'm a bit worried about that. It's like, those really need to be destructible. I mean, clearly, if you throw grenades into those bushes, they should get fucking blown up. <laughs> or, you know, some leaves should shed. Yeah, or... And yeah, that's they, probably fucking tough, actually. But, you know, there should be some way of, like... Or at least burning them or yeah, something. Yeah, or, or setting them on fire. Like, they have a destruction phase. Mm. Like a binary state, even. But it's like, if those are on top of deforming ground or whatever, will they get destroyed then? Or oh, will yeah, you end up with weird bushes in craters? <laughs> or hovering bushes. Yeah, or hovering bushes. I mean, they already kind of hover in some cases where they're just not actually positioned correctly I've seen, on the ground. <laughs> yeah, there were, some bit, there were some bits of um, the rush map, the metro level... Where the geometry didn't seem completely fully formed, you know, where there's the, the you know had these like chest high park walls, yeah, um, the sort of like little decorative things. There were sections where if you're going uphill and you're in the corner of a wall, the underside of the wall, oh, you can see was the... visible right. but not polygoned, so you could just see through the wall. And it's like this is helpful. <laughs> I can see where they all are. I've been covered. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's, so. There's a few, that's just there's a few geometry changes. Yeah, problems. Hopefully they'll get tidied up. That was the only actual real problem I found, I found with the level geometry, I think, was just the that one bit. And the rocks. <laughs> and rocks, yeah. Less we say about the rocks, the better, really. The water was interesting as well. I think that's a weird decision to not make it slow you down. Well, I mean, if, most if, of the in, time in it's the not urge, very deep. No, most of the time. But there are some bits where it seems to be up to your arms and you're still running at full speed <laughs> through it. And it's like, hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's fine. As a gameplay element, I don't mind well, it. It's kind of not useful to be able water, to run hopefully. through it. Yeah, I don't know. It looked, what looked fine. I never really saw it. I never went to that side of the park. <laughs> <laughs> well, the previous Battlefield games had full-on swimming. Yeah, but that's because they had like a ship launched assault. And yeah, stuff. Well, that might happen in the wake. <laughs> yeah, in the levels that are coastal, perhaps. It's but, waking the game, of course. It's, it's part of the, the, car- part of the Tarkin pack. All yeah. oh, right, okay. So, so, which will be free DLC at some point to everyone. How does it Possibly. feel then? Does it feel like Battlefield Two or like Bad Company or what? It feels more well, like we never played Bad Company. It really. feels more like COD in a number of ways. It's well, I don't know. It's kind of a weird mix of COD and Battlefield as we know it. The lethality of COD is there, so you can die pretty instantly. Like so, it's like oh. <laughs> aren't they changing that? After the, the beast? Yes, this is what well, I was, where maybe. I was going. They're apparently, according to the the new hands-on things, is that the lethality has been re- reduced to Battlefield Bad Company levels. Again, I don't have a yardstick for <laughs> yeah, how that feels because we've not played Bad Company. We need kippers for that. But uh, it's a bit... I think that's a good thing because I found it a little too harsh in well, places. I mean, it's nice that it's realistic, but sometimes realistic isn't fun. Well, there was an obvious... And, and, it, and it caused the sort of classic race condition problem that Call of Duty has where it looks like you've shot someone yeah, and you're hit. Yeah, exactly. But that's a problem in terms of gameplay. And it's, uh, but you're not going to solve that by changing how much damage the guns do. No, but at least then they're sort of damaged and you feel a bit better that some of your hits perhaps registered, whereas in, in total lethality it just feels like, what, what, what the fuck? I fired my gun right at you. Like, my shotgun has just exploded in your chest and you've not been hit. <laughs> it's uh... There were a couple of obvious points in the Vita setup where there was at least one or two guns that were totally fucked in terms of balance. Like the the UMP forty five basically was, yeah, was ridiculously overpowered. Everyone was Especially that. since it's a PDW, so it's not actually meant to be as powerful as an assault rifle at all. No. It's meant and, to be like a submachine gun. And even the PP two thousand that I had, uh, that I was using a lot yeah. was a bit SMG. overpowered. Yeah, submachine gun. That's no. what it means. That's what it stands for. SMG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But even even the PPU two thousand I was using was quite overpowered, and I think they're fixing that as well. They did make sniping fun though, which is well, like, they made sniping actually pretty awesome. There's, there's something to say for a game of that type that sniping is actually fun, and <laughs> somehow they didn't seem to even on the big level. 
I think it might be because of the new squad spawning system. Big levels don't feel quite so bad anymore in that when you die, you can get most of the time... Yeah, but I don't like down, squad spawning. You can, get, you can get close to the battle again, which is sort of okay. I mean, yeah, it kind of does sort of change how objective-based combat works. It's kind of a bit frustrating at times that you have to take down the entire squad. Yeah, otherwise, one person alive. Otherwise you can get repeatedly spawn. fucked, yeah. But in terms of dying... And coming back into the action, it feels much more forgiving, which is kind of nice, because that was one of my pet hates of Battlefield, is dying, and then have to spend five minutes traversing the landscape, only to die instantly when you get to the fight. They should have just made more use of the swarm beacons. I mean, obviously, if people actually use those. Yeah, although on the open maps, even that's dangerous as well, because well, of, of the parachute. You parachute. But then, on the small maps, it's too powerful, because you just appear. <laughs> yeah. And then, then no one ever notices where the swarm beacon is. They're not very loud either. No, they're incredibly quiet. That needs changing, clearly. Yeah, they need to. Or like the light on the top needs to be brighter or something. Yeah, because they're really bloody obvious in 2142. Well, apart from the giant pods coming out of the sky, you could hear them easily as well. (laughs) Yeah, you could tell where they were because you'd be following the. (laughs) And they were massive. Yeah. With a little dish on, so it's like, oh, I know where this is. Yeah. Whereas these these little boxes are quite. And they blend in with the grass, of course. Yeah. And you can just put them in a bush, which makes them virtually impossible to find. Because you have to be crouching in the bush and then, like, see them through the like, it, polygons of two centimeters. And it was also quite face. difficult to tell friendly from enemy unless you shot at them. Yeah, you just have to shoot at all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or look at the minimap. If it has icons on the minimap, then it's a friendly one. Oh, there's, there's another point. The map is, the map is fucked. shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Because Battlefield 2, like, like how press, can you, you, how do you know map. where to swarm? How do you fuck up a map? There's no view of the entire battlefield. So yeah. you just have to like know what the points are called and then go down when it says your spawn list of places you can spawn, you have to know that antenna means that one. That <laughs> yeah, it's it's like That's comms with your guys on the ground will help to that degree, but the map doesn't ever show you a complete picture. It shows you a zoomed in picture That's of, not what, an actual of map. what you've got selected. And it's It's like a weird wireframe. Yeah, it's just wireframe. awful. It's not good. I mean I don't even really like the little mini view. No. It, the icons Admittedly, I'm playing it. I was playing it at 1080 resolution, so it's a bit smaller than, <laughs> yeah, than what the console versions are going to see. But even the icons on the map seem small, even when they were playing at 720. They, they seem like they're too small and too, um, and just plain incorrect at times. To be honest, well, I mean that that, that may be a lot of beta because yeah. like a lot of the vehicles don't have proper icons yeah. for, their, for each type so, of like, vehicle. Anti-tank or turrets appeared as tanks. And you're like, fuck, there's two tanks up here! <laughs> and it's like, oh no, they're just turrets. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't fixed the icons yet. Yeah, so hopefully that'll be... I don't know, there's there's a few little... I mean, things. there's obviously the other problems to do with that, with, like, spotting and whatever. Where, you know, yeah. there's no there's no wheels, so you can't actually do anything. Oh, no, they've, they've put that in, Oh, you apparently. just have to just they, they said that they've, they're putting that in. They're putting yeah. the wheel back. Yeah. They better do, because it was really hard to get out of <laughs> Whereas, like, you can't call for... Apparently you can. You could theoretically call for ammo, and I never knew this, but supposedly if you looked at the icon that is above a, a support player oh, yeah, yeah. and then press Q, then that would make a that call for ammo. Have... Oh, right, so it's tr- they've tried to make the just Q release context sensitive, so presumably when they put the wheel on... You'll still you... be able to do it that way, presumably. Presumably if you're looking at someone and you just Q, 
the, the middle button becomes context sensitive and goes call for. Well, I mean, it, it already was sort of context sensitive. Yeah. So, yeah. like, spotting it, different things. Different things, yeah. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Because it was always just spot yeah. before, so maybe they've added that. That's good. That'd be nice if it's done that way, actually. But it's still better to just be able to call without having to look yeah. around yeah. for one no, of those yeah. items. You need, you need the rosette or whatever it's, the radial menu to be able to do that properly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice that they're bringing that back. Or at least oh, they could do a TF like couple of button combos is fine too. I don't like the TF but... ones, unless you know exactly what the buttons are. Yeah. <laughs> it's rather annoying. To It'd do. be nice to have both, maybe. So, so you could push Q to get a menu up, and then another button nearby to activate that thing. So, if you, there was like a keyboard shortcut for them, rather than sometimes it's a bit awkward to then move the mouse and click on the. Well, you never had to move it that far. I know, but it's, there's a certain <laughs> awkward, or there's a certain imprecision to it. Yeah, that's that could have that might not be so great. But it might work. It'll probably work better actually on the console stick. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Than than the classic radial that we saw in Battlefield Two and Twenty One Forty Two. But we haven't even talked about Battle Log yet. Well, yeah. Which now this is the bit that this is even more confusing than the month-old build issue. Really, is that in theory they could have run a month-old build of the game. Because the game engine is technically separate from Battlelog, which, okay, we're going to have to go into specific PC territory here, because Battlelog on Xbox and PS3, as far as I can tell, is yet to really be sort of revealed. Well, it's some kind of weird... They, 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 they do like some a, kind of match rating. Yeah, it, had it, like... it seemed to have it on the console versions, from what I've heard. I've not tried it, so this could be completely wrong, but from what I've heard, they've used a, they used a classic matchmaking system for getting into games and stuff. Which doesn't exist on PC. There is no matchmaking system on well, PC. Well, I mean, you press a quick play button and then it just sits there doing nothing <laughs> forever. Yeah, that didn't, seem, <laughs> that didn't seem to work. But in, the entire launching of the game is done via a web-based interface, which the Xbox and PS3 owners will be able to um, get to... See their stats, Yeah, to, to see stats, kind of like... What, in an in-game web browser? Yeah, like Bungie.org or Modern Warfare Elite sort of style. It'll be like their stat tracking or service. On your phone. <laughs> yeah, or on your phone. What? Is there an app for that? Possibly. But it might just be a mobile version of the website. But yeah. yeah. Um, or even the website itself. Now phones are powerful enough to deal with that kind of shit. Maybe. Although that website is kind of dodgy. Not mobile formatted, yeah. No, but the, the biggest problem was that, is that most of the bits the the, the web UI just didn't work. No. For me, the server browser didn't show any ping times. Apart from once. Yeah, apart from I got once to work once where it showed ping times. And in my in my case, I discovered that you have to scroll through it to get it to refresh all the pings. Because it only refreshes like a block and then there's a slightly darker line that shows you the end of a block. Okay. So unless you scroll all the, way, all the way down the page, it doesn't actually load all the other blocks as pings. Oh, right. Weird. Which is... I suppose it, oh, no, that's, that makes it might make sense. Well, it makes sense from load. it being a web browser service that yeah. it has to reload specific parts of everything. But it was little things like it was. It didn't. <laughs> it was major things. There's no queue join, which well, as far shit. as we can tell. It Apart was... from I've seen people do it, and I got in a queue one time, and then I can never find out how to do it again. Well, yeah, there were certain <laughs> servers that I think it might have been a server option. Possibly. There were certain servers that seemed to support queue join. So you'd say join this server, and it would say you can't right now, but the game manager. Sits thing there. would stay up saying I'll join when I can um, and it's like fine I can deal with that but it, no, it, practically no server seems to support that I would just say couldn't join so you sit there having to manually click can I join can I join can I join can I join until eventually it goes oh, alright then <coughs> go on then <laughs> you might as well you but then again, that's also maybe a factor of the beta where it's like there's a limited number of servers for the love of god let's hope they just put queuing in as a well, yeah. or some kind no. of auto retry because that's just you know we're, we're talking well, I was about to say we're talking PC standards, but <laughs> actually that's probably just Valve standards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if exactly. We're, if we're being honest. 
But it's a, it, every game should have it. It's just it's like, like everything else about that battle log page and that like forming parties and shit just doesn't really work. No, forming parties like, didn't you work. You press like create a party and then the thing doesn't come up until you refresh the entire fucking page and then the thing comes up and then you click on it and then you're like, add this guy to a party. Did that work? <laughs> no, <laughs> so, and, and, and even um, inviting fr- they have an interesting system for friend invites when you start a game. Um, you're sp- well, when we, when you're in a party and you start a game, the party window comes out saying "party join started." Well, if you select then, party join, it's and, well, join yeah, button. and then nothing happens, <laughs> yeah. so that doesn't work. Um, and also, but as a separate invite feature, when the game manager comes up, they have the concept of drop zones, drag people, yeah, from so your you friends can, list. and also in parties you can do this as well, where you can drag people from your list or your party list into a game by dragging oh. it into the game manager, which is in theory and actually in execution quite nice on the website. Problem being, it doesn't work. Um, so you drop people into to invite them to a game. It doesn't. Work. Um, so the only way we managed to do it was just I join the game and then you'd look at my page until it updated that I was in a game. Well, no, I had to. I oh, know it didn't update by itself as well. No, you I, had, I had to close the friend list and open it up again for it to refresh the friend states. So it's it's really not very actually updates itself. You have to update it, which is shit. Yeah, which is... It's a massive... If if they don't fix it, it's an incredible step back from just actually having an in-game browser. Mm. It's like, at the moment... At least they have the potential to fix it without changing the gold master of the game. Or do they? Because if it's the fact that it's... Because it's in a web page, you... The fact that you have to refresh things sort of... Might be an element of how it has to be coded in HTML. Or no, whatever. they could do it with Ajax. You can have yeah. a refresh. Just, just, they they just have to change the page. It, w- <laughs> it wouldn't be attached to the game engine because the game. Well, no, I didn't mean it was attached to the game engine. I meant it was attached to the they, whole concept of a web browser. If you couldn't do that kind no, of stuff, there's so many web apps wouldn't work yeah. like these days. No, you could totally do that stuff. You can, you can definitely do it. There's no technological reason why they couldn't. Yeah, and of course it installs the fucking plugins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Origin not... forgot to mention that the entirely pointlessness of Origin. Origin is so I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get what what EA are attempting to do. I mean, it's by every measure not Steam, <laughs> and it's like, and I mean, not as good as Steam in any way. It's just I'm not quite sure why they think this is a good idea. The only thing that I think is a plus to Origin is that it's a better patching service than what they used in the previous Valve. <laughs> Because <laughs> the previous Battlefield patches were the worst. And they were terrible. Uh, I'll give you that. But it's just weird because the store doesn't... The, because the, they, I think they're using some kind of Flash client, perhaps, to do the actual store pages within Origin, the yeah. client. So they take friggin' ages to load. Yeah, like your friends um, list never comes up ages after you start it. When I uninstalled the beta, it took a very long time for it to actually re- reflect on the actual main screen that I'd had it uninstalled. Even if I switched about a few of the screens and stuff, it says, oh, you can play this. <laughs> and then I clicked it, going, okay, then what the fuck's going to happen? Then it goes, yeah, something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no shit! I haven't got the game anymore. So it's 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 really dumb. I don't know. It's just, it, there's no need for it to exist. No. Not yet, anyway. And their prices are shit as well. I didn't even look at the store. I, 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 I browse the store. Literally, of course, it only has EA on there. But actually. Um, but all their prices are rubbish. It's like, you can probably get some of the stuff they have on their own store cheaper on Steam. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck's sake. You're, this is just wrong on every level. And if, Although, if, in fairness, I kind of like the styling. No, the sort of white and orange is kind of alright. I don't like that. <laughs> it's kind of... Dodge concept. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> The, it's like the other thing. The other thing with relation to the battlefield thing is where it's like you run. Origin runs the game, 
So yeah. basically, you 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 have to do a, like specific. You like run Origin, then you open a web browser and go to the back log, and then when you click to join a server, Origin it launches the game Origin. in the background. Yeah, it's, it's like. There's the no reason for Origin to be there apart from doing that one thing. Yeah. It's like you might as well just run an EXE somewhere. You you shouldn't have to log into Origin to do this. But I they mean, make I, you do it, of course. Yeah, it, just because they want to push Origin. It's it's all kinds of stupid. And I, I had to, like, I cre- in my bookmarks bar on Chrome, I created a specific link back to the plugins page so I could turn off all their shitty plugins every time. Yeah, fortunately, the plugins do load with a SysTray icon. So you can turn one them, of them does. So you can turn them off there. What are these? What browser plugins? Yeah, they have to be browser plugins, so the browser then knows how to talk to Origin to launch the game. It's basically the game manager bar at the bottom of your thing, which does the management, and then there's the voice server. Oh yeah, the voice server. I forgot about that. Yeah. This is the other one. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. The one that normally has a toolbar because the voice server is built into the web page via that plugin. Apparently, which that's kind of neat as well. Work, but it's yeah, you think you can have? Might like... as well just use Mumble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd think you could have the links sending stuff to other applications without having extension. Like, because when you try and open a, an an app in the iTunes store, it, it it doesn't have to have an extension to launch iTunes and show it in there, does it? No, that might just be the like phone interge- in, intercepting, though. If if it goes oh, to right. an iTunes-based page, the phone can probably identify... No, I don't oh. mean on a phone. I mean literally on my desktop. Like, if I click on an app link, it'll open iTunes as in and, and browse to it in there, rather than doing it in the browser. Unless iTunes is running an interception service, which it likely is because it's software. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> and because it's Apple. And because it's Apple, when it runs fuck tons of services. And Spotify does that as well, like you can click on a link and open the song in in Spotify, rather than... I, I'd wager those are services. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, fair enough. Goddamn background shit. Yeah. I try and stop all that stuff. Yeah, I... Yeah. As soon as I was done with that, as soon as the beta ended, I was like, I'm going to find where those plugins are hidden in their ridiculous well, some yeah, user I, folder if, somewhere. If we're talking on that, like, I know iTunes runs at least two background services. Yeah. You've got the iPod helper and iTunes helper. Yeah. Just hanging about. I think I disabled those. At Speaking time. of which, there's an interesting bug in iOS 5 yeah. with regards to that. Um, if you tell, if you turn Wi-Fi syncing on. Yeah. And you also have the option, which I normally, which I did beforehand. Does that only of, work if you have iTunes open, presumably? Ah, let, let, me, let me finish. Because my one doesn't. Let me finish. Um, I had the option on in iTunes for um, connect to iTunes, uh, open iTunes when phone connects. Mm-hmm. So if I plugged in my cable before, iTunes would automatically open, which is probably what I wanted to do, which is yeah. fine. Except, um, as soon as I turned Wi-Fi syncing on, my phone would attempt to contact iTunes every few minutes. Launching iTunes. Isn't it supposed to only happen when you plug it into the power? No, it just seems to Wi-Fi sync all the bloody time. <laughs> that might be a factor of your ridiculous USB problems, though. Because uh, well, your it, USB it hub's kind of dodgy. It wasn't plugged in even when I took oh, right. it out. iTunes was launching. And it's like, no, yes. no, stop. <laughs> I thought Wi-Fi sync I had to turn off when you plugged into power, even if it was just... No, you can, I can Wi-Fi room. sync at any time. There's really? a button in the, in, in the options menu now to say Wi-Fi sync. Oh, and it will do your sync immediately. Oh, that's... That's good. It's great, but it launches iTunes. Yeah. Which I didn't want, and because it, it kept doing it in the background while playing games. It's like TF the other night. It's like, what, what's this going on? It, I'm, I'm, that might have been the explanation for my shitty ping, because it was launching iTunes, and then iTunes was doing something, probably updating Genius or something I've had like that, that, which option. was fucking up my TF game, and it's like, ugh. So I've <laughs> had that option turned off for years, the one that launch iTunes when you plug mm. your iPhone in, so I wouldn't presumably... I mean, I don't have that coming up. I mean, I do like the fact that now, while it's syncing, it just has a little icon, and you can keep using the phone. Yeah, for, for the love of nice. God, that's so much better. Yeah, which is a relief. Uh, yeah. 
Um, so Battlefield Three, yeah, back yeah. to the actual, Maybe we should talk about some actual gameplay. Can I? Yeah. So how does the what's the suppression stuff like? Suppression's cool, pretty cool. I just so, like playing support. So yeah. <laughs> I already just like spewing. Actually, generally playing, I only played a brief spell of support class and fell in love with it. Actually, it's one of, that. That is one of the funnest way to play the funnest, funnest. most fun way to play the well, games. It's sort of my one problem with support was like I don't actually like the real machine guns. No, it's shit. like the, the the box machine guns where it's like a hundred bullet box or whatever. They're because they take fucking forever to reload. If you reload, if if you run out of bullets or if you choose to reload at any kind of even remotely bad time, you're totally fucked because you have like twenty seconds where you're completely vulnerable. Can you switch to a pistol doing? That well, time? yeah, you can. Okay. But the, so I actually prefer the default support guns you start with, where it's only like a forty-seven bullet. It's like an extended magazine AK or whatever. Right. So you just have a clip that you smack in there, and that reloads much, much faster. Like you know, three seconds or whatever. Yeah. So it's actually way better for suppression because you can constantly lay down the fire. Yeah. And if there are two of you, you can keep it going. It's quite nice because suppression works by it doesn't actually really affect the other player other than blurs their vision. Right. So they sort of they get a tunnel vision sort of effect. So the the point where they're focusing on becomes sharp, but the re- yeah. the rest of the screen goes really quite so blurry. They lose their peripheral vision. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty neat. And then you get bonuses if they get killed under suppression. So there's an XP. Awesome. Um. There's, yeah, there's more of an incentive for machine gunners to just lay down fire. Yeah. Awesome. Which is great, and it works really well. That's I like really it. really cool. And it, it works even if it hits the cover someone's hiding behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Provided, but to a lesser extent. Yeah, to a lesser extent, and provided the cover is fairly shallow. So if you like, it's like a little bit of concrete wall, for instance, and the bullets are spinning off the top. But of course, suppression like, isn't ah, only ah, a support suppress. thing, as it turns out. It's like any bullets will do it. Yeah. Like sniper rifles. It, it will even, even if it's just a few shots near, if they like zing their that's face cool. with like a couple of shots, that's enough to go into suppression sometimes. That's even nice. if it's not hit anything near them. Because you guys were really skeptical when they announced suppression, but it seems like it's. Well, I, 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 I liked the idea. I'm still not just, convinced it actually matters that much. No. But... I, I, I like the idea. <laughs> it's and, a cool and, thing. I, yeah, I like the fact that it exists, but I don't think it really changes the way you no. play. Mainly because everything, you just die instantly anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you actually get hit by bullets, you're automatically dead, so. You have to be super careful and, like, stay in cover. Yeah. So, no, suppression is cool. I also kind of like the... It's also worth mentioning the health system, which is different. Regenerating health. It's regenerating health, but it's really slow regenerating. Well, it takes a long time to start. It takes a long time to start. So, you know, you can't just hide and then get Call of Duty go, Yeah. All right, right, let's do this. (laughs) I'm at full strength. It takes a very long time to start recharging. It's more like the first Halo, where it takes it down, and then you have to wait quite a while before it goes... No, it's even longer than that. It's, yeah. it's like two or three but then times it also makes time. makes you kind of confused as to what medkits actually do. Yeah. I assume it just makes it faster to start it's, recharging. It's, it's insta restart, yeah, and, and I think you get a that's what I and, and you get a faster recharge rate, I believe. But it's still not crazy fast. No, that sounds kind of cool. No, it's re- I think it's really neat. Also, the other problem that I have with the medkits and the ammo supply kits is there's no audio feedback for when you're getting health or ammo. No, there should be some sort of... I it, hope they it, put it, that It doesn't in. go click, obviously go click-click like TF does. It's, like, loaded, it's but... like I more than once I was like laying down covering fire on support and I had my ammo crate there to resupply mm-hmm. my ammo. But then I didn't realise when it ran out and then I clipped out of bullets entirely and I was like, oh shit, I thought I was on my resupply crate but I'd already used all that ammo. Yeah. So it disappeared. And because I wasn't hearing the noise, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. She had to put another crate there. Yeah. So I hope they put that noise back in. Yeah, some audio cues would be good. The audio is very good in general. Well, the a- apart from <laughs> apart from all the bits that are missing, well, <laughs> so, like, all the noises that are in there at the moment are pretty awesome. Yeah, but, 
The bit I didn't like in, in the audio front is the chatter. Well, the, my chatter is a bit shit because it just sort of goes. It's a bit too varied, and your biggest issue was with the objective-based chatter. Because thing you, that was the one you complained to me most about was that when someone captures an objective, it doesn't tell it you. It just where. says the objective has been captured, <laughs> and it's like, well, there's four of them. Which one do you mean? Mm. It's, uh... Well, my actual biggest problem with the chatter is when you do your spotting, your guy doesn't say anything. Yeah, so but it goes like, out over the radio so everyone else. I, hears I, it. I found out the, the way to sort of tell <laughs> whether or not it was doing something. Well, was to ma- was, well, yeah, and to mash the button a lot, and there's a very, very quiet sort of. Sort of noise. But well, that tells you you've overspotted. Yeah, exactly. So but it stops you spotting. But that was the question. If I'd mashed it a, a lot of the time, it's like, okay, it's actually done something. No, but that, do- that doesn't necessarily mean you've done it. That just means you can't spot anything for a few seconds, regardless of whether you were spotting anything. Nah, I don't know. It's to stop spamming, basically. Oh, so you can't just go... Yeah, so you can't just trail your cursor across the horizon and mash the spot button to see if there's any snipers up there. Uh, well, it was the only way I could tell whether it was doing anything was to mash until it booted. The only real way is to tell when... The, I mean, the icon's obviously in here. Yeah. If you actually get a spot on something, it gets the icon. Yeah, but if there wasn't anything there, I couldn't tell that I hadn't hit anything. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. But then your guy wouldn't say anything if there wasn't anything there either, even if those sound effects did exist. No, but it would have been more useful if there was some sort of feedback to say nothing there. Just some sort of indication that it's done what I asked it to. Well, if you're pressing the button, it was like that in the old episodes, really. I know, but, you know... If it, you it, just it, go... Something's there every time you push it. Oh out. yeah, that was annoying. I know, but it, it feels more like unresponsive controls when there's no feedback. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't mind it not doing anything, not saying anything, not telling the opponents. But I'd like some sort of indication, like yeah, like a not beep the, or something, a different beep to say, or or if if I couldn't do what I was trying to do, and I like the uh, Half Life, you know, use action. Oh, what the, 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 sort the of error beep, noise? Yeah, the sort of boot. Yeah, that, that classic boot noise. It just needed something. Maybe. But yeah, it's kind of awkward. People swear a lot too. Well, yeah, people swear all the time. And the, the voice chat. Yeah. No, no, not, not well, people. Well, just guys. They actually swear a lot. Which is kind of cool because it does feel kind of like well, people probably would swear a lot. You know, they're army men. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> Although they are, maybe sometimes it's a bit ridiculous. Where they just constantly shouting ridiculous swearing words. Fucking fuck. <laughs> I'm going to fuck this guy up. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. hear that one actually quite a lot. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. I kind of liked that. It's kind of cool. How's the kind of animation? Because they were all boasting about the fact they got the tech from really the... Good. It's, it's good when it's not bugged. Yeah. Really good, <laughs> when you don't have weird bandy legged people or people <laughs> who are running sort of horizontal like they're leaning over for some reason. Yeah, assuming they fix that stuff. <laughs> all right, all right. Gl- if, we're, like? if we're on the front of glitches, because generally it's very, very good. I didn't mean good. to get on that front. But on, on animation glitch side, there's um, uh, there was on, on there's one bit where you're defending... It's like the uh, the gate, the metro gates, isn't it? Yeah. Like, to the, 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 so, like the toll, toll Like where you put your oyster... Yeah, like where, where you put, attach your oyster card. And, uh, you didn't have to stop while I was sending Sorry, I was wondering what the <laughs> fuck you were doing. Um, it's like um, where there's, a, you know, like, you know, the turnstiles, yeah, that's the word. And you're laying down fire defending there. And I'm, I'm sat there as a support kit just laying down fire on where people come up the elevator, um, the escalators. Yeah. And all of a sudden... A body just starts sliding across the floor in yeah. front of me, and I, I just can't help but just stop and then go. What? The- what? You can't <laughs> help stop and go. Shift. Yeah, <laughs> shift. <laughs> it was just. It was just really hilarious because it was just sort of going. 
Although on, sliding on along the floor with physics still acting on the on its limbs and stuff, it's just being dragged along by its head. It seems. Or and then a few seconds later, its gun followed him, floating through the air. Just, yeah. Like what the hell? Or alternatively, there is the other bug where when you revive people, they don't revive and they just look like a dead body no, sliding I, around I, murdering I, people. I've, I've had that one. That was a bigger issue. I went around a corner, saw a corpse on the floor, which its gun just then sort of went <laughs> and killed me, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that one is fine. Yeah, so that was a problem. I think the the only, my biggest problem, and this is, I'm not sure how they get around this is the issue, is that for all of the slickness of the animation, which is quite incredible in places, they haven't added entering vehicle animations. Oh, so people just pop. They in the still vehicles. just ping in and out of stuff, <laughs> right. which and, I'm, and and this is why I say I'm not entirely sure what they could do about it because then all of a sudden you lose the immediacy of it. But it takes away something, I think, from the game. Well, it makes state. it kind, kind of like one time I nearly got ran over by a jeep. Yeah, who, who like I saw him coming and I was standing in the doorway in the building and I thought if I just stand back I knew that he was probably going to come through the wall so I stood back far enough to get out of the way when he came through the wall mm-hmm. but then I was shooting at the jeep and it's like wait there's no one in it did he come out and then of course he was just standing there next to me and I managed to turn around and kill him in time mm-hmm, yeah. but of course because it's just instant you can't sometimes <laughs> see where someone's got out I mean it'd be nice if like if, if the sort of balancing um happens that people have been talking about in the recent previews <laughs> that tanks have become a little less random in their effectiveness i i found tanks really irritating <laughs> and like i i could I, I could die very quickly well sometimes in one and then you'd shoot someone in the face of a shell and they wouldn't die on occasion and yet sometimes it would be insta kill i found i found tanks very random but yeah. apparently if they've changed all those and then so they were a bit more solid you know so mm. tanks were a bit more of a threat like they should be mm. um but getting out of a tank probably is a disadvantage to being in a tank is that it when it's in in trouble it takes you time to get out of it well can't they just have you, halo you know, style yeah what's what's wrong with halo yeah. you know they, they that's been, getting that's, in the tank um, takes longer than getting in a war exactly it? and it's like it, it's fine you know <laughs> yeah it's the risk you take when you get into that thing yeah well, it, speaking of vehicles it's a bit strange how you spawn into planes. Well, that's a good just, idea, it, though. Well, no, it's kind of neat, but it means people just whore it out. I mean, yeah, but it means you don't get people just standing on the airstrip because they, they yeah, don't wait down. there to respawn, they yeah, wait to respawn it, it does fix that that's issue, expensive. but what about, doesn't it mean that when the pilot then dies, they go back to the menu, and then they'll just like go back to the, because the, yeah, the plane will, they'll be the first one to see their plane respawn, depending on plane respawn times. Maybe they've balanced it so the plane takes a certain amount of time after being destroyed. So to well, I mean, presumably it does. To try and stop the player from waiting for the plane. But then surely you'll end up with, instead of people amassing on the airstrip, you'll end up with people amassing in the lobby, just waiting better. for planes. At least they're not using tickets by retardedly standing around and giving themselves Maybe, tables. But they're still not helping the team. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. I, I suppose there is no way around that, but... Maybe it'll and make... I didn't get a chance to try the planes because of it, because they were always being used. Well, when I went into the planes, I discovered that the fucking invert controls didn't fucking work. No, that didn't work. It, it's like there's an option for invert controls in both flight and... Uh, in person as far as but I... when you get in a car which is neither <laughs> it's not inverted and it, it disregards your option so it's like there's a bug well so as far I as I can't play inverted all the, with all the time no when well, you're in a car it doesn't invert from regardless as far, of your settings as far as I can tell Bollocks. it's kind of worrying that they there is only those two settings because I think the top setting where it says flight only applies to planes so even yeah. helicopters will be the other option, the normal... Oh, shit, yeah. So, yeah, so I couldn't fly... I'd have to have one or the other, because I couldn't fly... I basically wouldn't be able to fly helicopters ever, because in my yeah. normal 
ground control. I also didn't get a chance to. Look, I wanted to test whether the game was controller happy as well because I'd quite like people to have do been, I, People had do, been saying in forums that they were having severe problems getting joysticks working. Yeah, because I would have quite liked to do what I did with Battlefield 2 because the planes were. I found the helicopters fucking difficult to fly with a keyboard and mouse in Battlefield 2. Yeah. So I'd have a PS2 controller at the time. Yeah. Plugged in, so as soon as I got in a chopper, it's like, right, switch, oh, yeah. I'm in controller mode. I'd love to be able to do that again with planes and choppers, because again, it, just, it just makes it nice for me to yeah. play like that. I think that's something else that they yeah. suggested that might be in the full version. That would be cool. I'd, I'd be up for that. Just as long as they, the inversion thing is the main thing, because if they make it so that you can't... If if it's paired off in the wrong way, yeah. <laughs> where it's like... Well, in, in Battlefield 2, it was really customised. Well, it's like every vehicle you yeah. can set it, yeah. Boats you could have inver- <laughs> uninverted if you wanted for no reason. <laughs> and sniping. Uh, yeah, apparently they've also fixed the big issue, which is you couldn't change your see the squad listings or your deployment listings or the map whilst, or you couldn't set your game settings. You couldn't set your game settings unless you were spawned. While you're, well, yeah, while you're alive. That means you couldn't do it in the menu prior to entering a game because Battlelog probably doesn't support it yet. Right. And, uh, and then when you're in the game, you had to actually be alive in order to set it, which is a bit of a pain, because you could quite just get killed, and then it'll kick you out of that menu, because you're dead, forgetting all your changes. Right. And it's like, fuck! And of course, squads are fucked. And it also means you have to toy with your video settings, because I had some... Weird problems. I have some fucking irritating graphical issues, actually, in fairness. There's like there's a few glitches that are common to everyone, like the odd flicker. Screen flashes. Yeah, screen, big yellow screen flashes, which I got with 2142, in fairness. <laughs> uh, yeah, those were much more fucked in 2142. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if, if the screen, my bug of 2142 is... The blur screen, didn't work. The blur effect didn't work. So whenever so, you so turned, it would so go, yeah. Well, no, no, they didn't have motion blur back in 2142. It was, it, there was it a was blurring the effect. suppression, so, basically. Yeah, it was basically like explosions nearby would cause you to go... Oh, I can't see. Yeah, uh, but it would just go yellow. <laughs> so it was like oh, I really can't see. Um, yeah, it was a. It was only a problem when I got my eighty eight hundred. It seemed like the newer graphics cards couldn't deal with twenty one forty two's engine for some reason. Yeah, hopefully they fixed that at some point, but they didn't for me. It was fucked. But um, yeah, there was the yellow screen flashes, and bigger issue for me was that. The frame rate is really fucking weird on my machine, and I think it's tied to the lag of a server. I mm. think, in that if the, if the game is laggy, it doesn't just occasionally reposition you like you sort of expect lagging. What it does is constantly reposition you, and the effect is that it looks like it's frame swapping in the wrong order. So to put that in perspective, it's like you take a step forward. And then the game immediately takes a step back. And then steps you forward the next step. And then takes a step in somewhere in the middle. So the graphics are all incredibly juttery. And it's all juttering, juttery. Yeah, juttery. One of those words. It's like one of the best tests I did. It was in the Metro. There's a couple of ATMs, isn't there? Yeah. And if you circle strafe around it, you can see two of them. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's How many fucked. fingers am I holding up? Yeah, exactly. It's messed up. but uh, And it seemed to be completely random until I joined in some games... Some games it worked fine. On a different server, and it would be absolutely perfect. And it's like, my system, uh, and the other thing to bear, bear in mind, my, my, you know, my system's no slouch. It's only a 275, so not the most up-to-date graphics card in the world, but i7 powered, or um, 6 gigs of RAM. No, no slouch by any means in terms of gaming hardware. It's sort of struggled at times on the big map. And it's like, this is, and I find that confusing, given that the consoles are, seem to be doing a fairly decent job of holding it all together. Yeah. Yet the PC know. performance was a bit disappointing. Well, the, I, like, some aspects of the graphics and everything, I still thought were a bit... I mean, obviously that hasn't turned up to maximum, because they didn't 
have the maximum. No, they did, the, the beta didn't have ultra mode, but I don't think I can. Well, judging, <laughs> judging by that, unless this is another thing they're optimizing, maybe. But is judging by judging by yeah, judging by the beta, my system cannot run it at ultra, which is annoying. Because it's like the first game I can't. Well, your graphics card is quite old, relatively speaking. Yeah, it's reasonably old, but you know, it's 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 no still a lot more powerful than the Xbox, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. But why is it? I don't get it. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It, it seemed like it should have run a lot better than it did. Mm. It was... Given that if you ran Crisis 2 on my machine, not that I've tried, but I know people who have a similar spec machine to me, and Crisis 2 will run at 120 frames per second. Right. You should try that. With every yeah, you should try that. I kind of want to see if your system really does. Yeah. Because your so, system seems to have weird problems all the time. Uh, it, it has a problem... Okay. This is the other potential pro- re- cause for the problem. My system has issues with EA games. Well, yeah, that Just is in general, point. it has issues graphically with EA games. I can't play Need for Speed Hot Pursuit at 1080 because it has a juddery effect. I can't play Burnout Paradise at 1080 because it has a juddery effect. Very similar to the issue I'm getting in Battlefield 3. So this is a different some... engine by this point, Yeah, though. obviously. <laughs> the games are all... The, you know, the Burnouts, yeah, maybe they might share a bit of engine tech, so I kind of perhaps can forgive it for being a bit shit. Um, in, well, bo- in both iterations, you can understand you know. it. Yeah, so. it makes you know there's some sort of conflict going on. But Frostbite is a completely different engine. There's no shared code there, and it's like, why why does it run so goddamn the same <laughs> at times? It's like it's the same issue. So unless there's just some inherent EA block of common code that fucks my system right up, but it's that is the biggest. That is potentially the biggest killer for me I mean, the, in the PC version of it. If I get the full thing and that glitch is still there, I will not be happy. Because <laughs> it, it, it just kills... You can't play it while it's doing that. Well, let's hope they'll sort this. Well, it, who knows what they're going to sort out, but we, we shall see. Yeah. yeah. Even if they don't sort it out for launch, they'll have to sort it out eventually. When it worked well, it's not just I was be quite, abandoned. Is it? Uh, it's, it still has to be so. When it worked well, <laughs> I was quite pleased with the game. So that's... Even if the beta is the least representative beta of all time. Yeah. It's, and uh, fairly obviously, they're changing the unlock progression because <laughs> that was way too quick, basically. Oh yeah, no, well, but it makes sense to or, have it quick in the beta, though. or at least the ranking up. Mate, I mean, maybe per gun was probably okay, but the overall rank one was probably. Are they too resetting fast. everything. Well, yeah, I don't know. It was more... probably just fast at the start and then slows down, like normal leveling. I don't know. I didn't actually look at the numbers because all the gun unlocks are per are like numbers. Because you want to give you want to give players a number of options at the start of the game, don't you? And then slow it down as they have more options to give them some to work towards. So you've got the hook, I guess. But it, because it's unlocks for every single gun, it's yeah. like very specifically you have, you have to use each gun. I always like the idea of gun loyalty though, because it's kind of cool. Because you find the one you like, and then you get rewarded for using the one you like. Well, it is also kind of weird. That's that, cool. I like that. Although it's also kind of weird that all the unlocks for all the guns are the. It's like the same equipment, like the same scopes and everything for each gun. They're just always in a different order. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, sort of, because obviously you don't want to unlock shitty scopes for sniper rifles or whatever. Yeah, well, that happened in COD as well. They're just copying COD again. I, and it has to be said, the other things that, from the previews that we probably should mention, just as a new sort of thing, the campaign is Call of Duty. Pretty much identically. Mm-hmm. You know, the same sort of ridiculous storyline. The really? same sort of... Bombastic and um, stupid. Yeah. Pretty much a, a direct copy of the bombing scenes from Modern Warfare 1. Well, they have their stupid earthquake thing or whatever the hell yeah. that is. But you know what I mean? It, it's like the campaign plays like Call of Duty, which people aren't so happy with, you know, because they like their company. Who gets that? You know, that well, we don't, we don't need another one, is the point. It's like, I almost... I, I, I would have preferred if they'd just focused on Battlefield. You know, focus on the multiplayer. Give us a few more maps. 
instead yeah. of making a campaign that's just copying what you attempted with Medal of Honor. Mm. You know, why do that? It seems dumb. Um, Carp, on the other hand, sounds a bit more interesting. It's kind of sort of doing what Spec Ops in Modern Warfare does by okay. putting you in certain scenarios and letting you try and figure out the best way to tackle the scenario, um, which could be fun. I'm not against that, it, but it's again perhaps Battlefield wasn't the place to do that. Perhaps you I mean, should have made Medal of Honor good. Standard length, I think. Standard length. So the sort of yeah. six to eight hour mark. Which no, is... they just fucked up Medal of Honor. Well, yeah, that's true. They did. So. Yeah, so you know, if I, I, I think they should have spent this, the, the, you know, put this time into making Medal of Honor good, and yeah. leave Battlefield as Battlefield. I know, but. Money-wise, that's what they're thinking. As long as it's not detrimental to the core Battlefield game, we shouldn't really care that much. No, because we'll like, play, have to play more than anything else. Yeah, so it's not, as long as it doesn't impact us, then if they think it's going to make more money that way, then and fair it did, And it did prove an amazing... And if nothing else, the single player has proved an amazing marketing tool. Yeah, exactly. Because all the run-ups have just followed... The single player most of, you know, and, most of the yeah. early footage was single player, and it looked amazing. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, yeah, this is totally running in-game. And we're like... Jaws drop. Yeah, yeah. So that worked. <laughs> Plan succeed there. Yeah. So it has worked from a marketing point of view, but I don't believe it will work so well as a game point of view. But but never mind. The question is, we when only... we actually play it, are you going to play more than I What can't I, I want to try it. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be open to find what works for me, because being a medic assault worked for me in the previous Battlefield games, but... There's less reason for it now. Yeah. So is like it the... not tempting to just keep flicking around like TF2 style? Well... Yeah, I mean, it's situational. Yeah, because if I like if, the support if the, if the tanks in your in your base or shit, you just spawn as engineer. And go, yeah, right. I'm gonna fuck you right. <laughs> and because now the engineers don't aren't hindered by having shitty main guns because they just basically get machine guns like yeah. everyone else. Yeah, it's it's like picking a apart from recon, picking the one of those other three classes is basically just saying what's your specialization, not what is your standard loadout. Yeah. Admittedly it varies a bit at the start, but and of course you you, get... un- you unlock a better set of guns as the game goes on so you can flex them to what you like. And you get the non class specific guns that you can use on everyone, so Yeah. I don't know. I reckon it would be a good system. The class thing is less important. And maybe that's why they said when you spot people in this, it didn't really tell you what they are, with the exception of snipers. It, well, just it does put, say, it just it does say bit... gunners, though, doesn't it? Oh, did it? Oh, I didn't spot that. Uh, yeah, but it just put the, it does, it has, the icon. Yeah, it doesn't have a different The icon in the map is just Although maybe they a will. person icon now, <laughs> rather than telling you who it was like it did in 2142. Maybe they will. Yeah. But, yeah, but they might. But I, I, I kind of liked the difference between... Because the, the difference between um, gunner and assault is probably slightly less. Engineer might be more useful to know about, simply because if you're a tank... It's so like fuck. There's, a, there's an engineer here, yeah. Um, or if, and, a, and a sniper may be more useful to know if you're an infantry man, yeah. But the other two classes, who gives a shit? They're basically the same. Well, apart from when you it's... get the support unlocks, though, because for some reason the support guy gets all the explosives. Oh, really? He gets like C4 and Claymore. Oh, so maybe it would be useful to know who's who then. But we'll, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. But learning to snipe is the important thing. Oh, it fall off. Do you think, all those awesome things. Do you think the new spot system's a bit weird, though, in play, in, in a way? Because they didn't... In I might be wrong on this, but in previous Battlefields, if you spot someone, it appeared on the map. Yeah. But yeah. it would only appear in your vision if it was in line of sight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now it, the so map if it, was even, if it was even behind <laughs> cover, you wouldn't see it, but you'd get the map indication. Yeah. But now you can see through shit. Not always. I, I found you could. I do find sometimes if, that... If someone spots something, it would appear, like... And it was nearby, at least... I, I could see it through cover. 
And it would be like, well, that, that doesn't seem right. I'm not always if, sure. If it goes into cover, they should lose the spot. Because sometimes I do. Sometimes I've seen, like, when a dude runs behind a building, his icon disappears and it reappears when he comes out the other side. No, I didn't when see I spotted. That. I, didn't see that I think a lot of, uh, maybe quite a few maybe of those cases. Yeah, I think maybe quite a few of those cases are the, are the rocks again. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the rocks don't block line of sight, as far as we can tell. <laughs> yeah, or bullets. Yeah, or bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that might, that might be it. Find a good stuff, sniping spot and shoot stuff. I think maybe the maybe the ridiculous thing about the sniper rifles will be finding whichever one you can get to fast enough to get the bipod. Because the bipod on the sniper rifles is so overpowered. Because <laughs> the well, bipod on support guns is cool. Yeah, where it's just like deploy it and go. But with the sniper rifle, it totally removes sway. Oh really? <laughs> so you just put a bipod on your sniper rifle and you don't have any aim sway at all. Well, you didn't have it in previous games, did you? No, you did. You twenty one forty two. You swayed all over the place. It was only up down. There was no left right swear. It, it, it was up down and rhythmic. Yeah, I think there might have been sideways. I don't know. I don't remember. I, sideways. Remember. I think there might have been sideways sway after the shot. But Why would you use being... a sniper rifle without a bipod? <laughs> well, like in, in real life. Now. <laughs> like in real life. Well, you can do the old hold your breath trick, of course. Mm. To well, temporarily stop the sway. But if, I didn't shift, it. It was the sprint run. Oh, you could. Okay. I suppose you sort of hold it and you're prone and you do sort you hold it up with your left hand. But in reality, you would just use a bike. Yeah. yeah. But it really is quite overpowered. I, I quite liked the, the opening sniper rifle because it, it kind of you can use it in a some scenarios. Fire. Yeah, because it's a rapid fire gun. You can sort of like, oh shit, there's someone at mid range. Oh, I'm okay. Um, it's like holy crap, a recon guy just survived an assault man at mid range. Yeah, it's like. Off. It, it did work kind of okay like that. Oh, I got, I got quite, I did quite well like that. Let's put it that yeah. way. It seemed to work for me. You were more of a mid race. I was going for the ridiculous races just to see, <laughs> just to see if I could. Maybe. Yeah, you were going full on bolt action, massive sniper rifle. Well, I went, I went for the bolt action also because it gives does a lot more damage, and that's actually a pretty fast firing for a bolt action, yeah. and it has a ten bullet clip as well. So it's not. You do still have to stop and reload, which is why the bolt is faster overall. Yeah, but yeah, right. it's doing a lot of damage. Oh, yeah, it's neat. I don't know. And the bullet fall off is kind of cool. Incom- Learning it. Yeah. And then the fact that you can see the bullets is nice. Uh, well, although I had difficulty with that as well. That didn't seem to be working for me for quite some time. And and, and it, it seemed to work sometimes and not others. It's like if the bullet travels a certain distance, then it starts to glow. Yeah, basically. Like a trace around so you can see where it's going. And it's like, oh, that's quite neat. So I can know where my shot actually left. Yeah, that was really cool. I saw that when you were showing me the, a little bit of the beta and the glow thing. Does that work for, like, bullets... So the sniper bullets, but also tank shells and all kinds of stuff. Because it's yeah, quite cool. Yeah, theory, I think. I like it. Mm. Yeah, it's quite terrifying when you can suddenly see like a sniper bullet from afar go, oh shit, <laughs> it's coming right at my face. You don't really see them that much. <laughs> you <laughs> hear them. Oh yeah, the, no, the sound of bullets landing near you is really cool, actually, or zipping past your face, because it's like... <laughs> well, you can actually hear the sniper bullets because they make that cracking noise yeah. when they do in real life. <laughs> yeah. So you know when you're being sniped at. Yeah, also, that sound design is really cool. So yeah, that would pretty Jesus. You better hurry up and come out. Yeah, everyone's yeah. having withdrawal. Well, don't say that. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah hurry yeah. up and come out. Finished. <laughs> yeah, hurry up and finish it. More like and then delay go. it if you have to. I don't yeah. care. Just make. They're it not good. going to though. Mm. No, they won't. They have to get out ahead of Call of Duty. Yeah, they have to hit that deadline. Which is dumb because Call of Duty. But it's going to get patched so much anyway, inevitably, because this is a Battlefield game. Yeah, yeah. At least it's auto updating now. Like, well, in theory, yeah. That would be cool. Post-release support of, of a TF2 level would be extremely welcome. Yeah. <laughs> very unlikely. Yeah, very unlikely. Yeah. Can't trust EA with that. No. No. Can't trust EA with those Can't trust EA with Origin. They'll need a new SKU next year. A SKU. As they say. 
don't know what they'll do about that. That went four! Yeah! <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll bring back Medal of Honor. Do you want half of that nah. last year? Though? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Medal of Honor, good edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they killed that brand. Somewhat. Yeah, they really did. They completely fucked it. Oh well, never mind. We, got, we never cared about that anyway. No. The only good Medal of Honor game was, was like Allied first... Assault, which wasn't even the first oh, one. No, it was, it was the, the first one on PC. Yeah. Uh, and those guys went on to make Call of Duty. So, <laughs> so effectively, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three is the latest Medal of Honor. Yeah, yeah, a good Medal of Honor. Suck it. Well, yeah, I don't even think it's going to be good. So no. there you go. I saw a trailer of that, and it just looked even more stupid than the last one. It's like oh, I've made my choice this time. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, not I'm, that. It'll be the first Call of Duty I know I'd buy it into at the start. I know Kippers is going to try and convince me otherwise, but I've just not got on with them. No, and you know we don't make we don't allude to that fact. We're not fans. <laughs> I thought of a game I played. Oh, what? Holy shit. Ace Combat Assault Horizon. Oh, the demo. The demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did play that last week. <laughs> that was actually way cool. It was the cool The chopper bit thought. was a bit shit. Yeah, but I've looked... At, no, I enjoyed the chopper bit. It was just a bit too long. But according to the reviews, they're quite rare compared to the, uh, that's good. the fighting. The, pl- the plane combat looks yeah. really polished now. So it's more like that's a, that's a bit of a change of pace. Because mm. that was kind of a problem with Assault Horizon... Uh, with Ace Combat just in general was the, like, oh, it's the same thing again. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, oh look, I'm in a plane <laughs> shooting <laughs> other planes. I mean, the helicopter bit looked good. It was just a bit of a nightmare trying to control it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it could, it could uh, be some cool. variety, yeah. That, yeah. that game because it's a bit. Yeah, you're right. It is a bit one one trick. But the jet combat was pretty sweet, I have to say. Because where's quite, it going to go? Is it going to get more? How they? How can they really do how much can they more? Do, yeah. Than, how can than they do what something? we saw in the demo, which was dogfighting. Yeah, it'll be mostly the dogfighting, I suppose. I guess you'll get management of like a bigger dogfight. Presumably, they'll be they'll, yeah they'll play out some of the normal cards, like presumably escort style missions where you have to tackle certain enemies first and work or yeah, work up to big exactly. enemies, blah blah blah. And, and presumably, because it's Japanese, it will go fucking nuts. Yeah, it'll go fucking nuts. It'll already... be like some super weapon or some but this is the... shooting down nuclear missiles. Lasers from the sky. This yeah. is, I think, as far as I know, this is the first time Ace Combat has been set in an actual Earth rather than parallel weird. No, 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 I think so... they did it before. Wasn't it the last Ace Combat game made a big deal of them using satellite imagery to sort of correctly make No, I think space? that was like Tom Clancy's Hawks or something. The, the like, rip-off uh, uh, merchants. The yeah, the other one. which were, uh, But that Yancey liked for some reason. <laughs> but this one, yeah, I really like the um, the uh, dogfight uh, system. Because they've been trying it for years, and I think they're finally getting there with it. Because it's like... The special dogfight cam is awesome. Yeah, it's way cool. And it, 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 it has an that... over-reliance on shaky cam. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it means once you lock into that dogfight mode, you don't have to worry about, like, you know, running into the ground or anything and stuff. Because it'll even take you on little scripted flights through cities and stuff, which is way cool. Hmm. But all you have to concentrate on is, like, getting your aiming reticle... Doing the slight adjustments to sort of make the... Yeah, Uh, and uh, getting it... It could turn to a bit resi, doesn't it, in a way? A little bit. Or on-rail shootery, which is fine, because we like on-rail shootery. And that's only once (laughs) you're locked in. Well, it's not fatal. (laughs) (laughs) You have the free movement other than that, and you have all the controls and stuff I always like the way that Ace Combat actually it, uh, its interface really looks like an actual HUD with the little ray traced like yeah, little green squares things, around things with a few stuff. things missing really. yeah yeah exactly yeah. the things the extraneous things that all yeah. those numbers <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah it looks very cool <laughs> and apparently um, what wasn't in the demo is 
according to a review I read, is they finally got like an actually cool system for ground attack and bombing. Because like often in previous games, it's like drive, the, you know, fly towards them and hope you don't hit the ground when you. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now it's got a whole like bombing system of like lining up and following a path and like bombing at the right point and stuff and so if they make ground attack better because that was always a because uh, they had to have that for variety in previous games but it just the mechanic was just not good yeah. and so it seems like they've improved mechanics across the board so you the flight the air combat is better and that was already strong and now they fixed the ground combat stuff and they've added variety by having completely different kinds of missions on occasion like the helicopter stuff mm. which was fine it was cool but, as long as they haven't done a Star Fox and gone foot combat. <laughs> yeah. Apparently you can walk around in first person in your base and like talk oh, that's to people fine. That's and stuff, fine, but... Which is kind of cool. Uh, so, uh, actually, apparently you actually get a little bit of a bond with the people you... Because that's often a problem with games like that is maybe some of the, like, the space-based ones give you a little picture of the guy you're talking to, mm-hmm. but your wingmen aren't, don't really have character... They try and characterise them in, like, wing commander or whatever. Goose! But really they're just, like identical looking ships are like you don't get a real feel for mm. whereas if you talk to them first it's like oh goose <laughs> goose speaking of shaky cam yeah that's now in the Team Fortress 2 update really? oh yeah yeah and there, you can add shaky cam to your replays <laughs> oh cool in case you want to for some reason and slow, slow motion although you can always you can technically do slow motion before mm. by just setting the replay speed down <laughs> yeah but I suppose now you can use it as an effect at certain points of a replay yeah presumably when you're crafting it as opposed to so there was, the yeah, was a Team Fortress 2 update the maniversary yeah so what's going on in TFC Community items. <laughs> now that I've fixed the hot topics list, we actually have to talk about TF2 if we want it to actually appear on there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk TF2. Yeah, I don't know. What was actually in that, in the update that mattered? Like the, the... the gully wash has gone official. Oh, yeah. And it's slightly different. Which I haven't seen yet. No. It's really weird, though. It was it was so incredibly slightly different, it took me fucking ages to actually see what it was. What? I say slightly, it's like, it's actually quite a major change in terms of the flow of the level, but it's in such a, it's in a place that I never looked at. <laughs> and then I was like, oh wait! Because you know where you come onto the middle point, there's those like, there's that basically an S-bend with the wooden wall, where you have to, where before you come into the midpoint, there's the S-bend past the health kits. Basically. Oh yes, yes, yep. Well now, there's a hole on that, on the far side of the S-bend that goes down and, and into the underside of the point. Oh, interesting. Which is actually quite a different, you know... Yeah, that's quite a big That choke. breaks that choke point quite a lot. Yeah. But it's, it, it was just... Look at it, it's all the way over in that corner. I never fucking looked there. <laughs> and I was like, what's actually changed? Oh! Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. So, that will be a bit confusing to veterans. Though, yeah, it'll probably take people quite a while to notice. Have they based it on the pro version of Go Yeah, Watch? it, it so doesn't, doesn't have the water. Yeah, okay, that is better. Yeah, so that's weird. And uh, apart from that, there's... The usual selection of weird hats and weapons. Was there actually weapons? Yeah, some community items, I think. Like, I'm not sure what their stats were or if they were statted, but... I don't I think, remember. I, I think there's a... I'm, no, they're, they're, they're not standout. Definitely they, hats. They, 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 yeah, definitely hats, but they didn't make a real big deal of them, did they? It's, uh, so I don't think the weapons are really the the focus of this one. No, mostly hats. <laughs> Was it? They've added the... Um, uh, the Steam craft work or something, isn't it? What, the Steam workshop? It's not really new. That's just like a different front for the community create website, really. Yeah, but it's, uh, it isn't integrated into the client now. And, yeah, it's and, slightly and, more built-in. And in theory, cross-game. 
yeah, for the future of their ridiculous free to play and cross game yeah. trading and all that shit. Yeah. Which still hasn't really expanded past spiral dates. No. I wouldn't expect it to for a while yet. Well, no, someone's <laughs> got to make a game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Team Fortress 2. I know, EA. Why don't you put Battlefield Heroes on there? Oh, no, wait. Fucking Origin. Then Battlefield Heroes is terrible. Well, yeah, I know, but, you know, it would have like been another thing to add to the list. <laughs> so, yeah. And we also played Guild Wars. We have been playing Guild Wars. To some extent. Just because I never finished the first Guild one. Because you never got close to finishing the first one. No. And Guild Wars 2 is going to come out. So. No, and, and if I have even the remotest interest in Guild Wars 2, I can't ever justify it to myself unless we finish the first one. We're not going to. <laughs> I don't think. What, in time? No, I don't think so. When does we... it come out, Guild Wars 2? Sometime next year. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Yeah. But the trouble is, our, our enthusiasm for Guild Wars is not necessarily high enough for us to finish it in time. <laughs> Because they actually convince us to play Guild Wars over the other stuff we could be doing. Yeah, and it's going to be freaking difficult when Battlefield comes Well, yeah, obviously, that's going to make it worse. I'm still vaguely thinking about trying Tor when it comes out. Yeah. Just because I've never played an MMO, and if I did it with John, I could join his guild and shit. Because he wants these, like, <laughs> yeah, join my guild, bitch! Super yeah. Clarification, you mean the Old Republic, right? Yeah. Okay. Tor, Tor is going to be, wow, is it's, it's World of Warcraft, and Tor will soon be... And universally wha- recognised as the wow worm eve. What's gwa? Guildles. Gwa. 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 You could like, just call it gwa. It's GW. Gwa. Yeah, I know, but it could like, be just gwa. What yeah. other games are like, have a stupid... Um, They're all really short, aren't they, most of them, aren't they? Like, oh, apart from FF14, that doesn't have like a short name. It has to be pronounceable. There's, apart, there's apart a special name for, for an acronym that you can pronounce, isn't there? Like NATO. Phonetically, yeah. So you don't have to spell out the letters, yeah. Uh, but I don't know what it is. No, no. I'm thinking, but uh, no. my thinking is failing. So we played Guild Wars, and I played some more Guild Wars by myself as well. What? Mainly, it's like I'm trying to get Rob through. The thing is, me and Rob have our characters that we go through together. Mm. Where it's like he's a monk and I'm a warrior, because that's not fairly obvious. It's like I'm never playing monk again. <laughs> it's quite dull. It's because you're not playing it. No, you actually. You, I am playing it right now because you're playing it more right. I, yeah, I've adjusted now. So I'm you don't like it. healing. I'm, well, no, I, I don't mind the concept of that, but it works better if we had a team. I think it would be more. I think it would be more enjoyable, like TF. But then you can other than bo- someone other than bots. Then you probably have more to pay attention to. And though. people would like shout at me saying, "Heal me, bitches!" Yeah, it gets kind of intense when you. Yeah, it's like I mean, the idea is that I'm as a warrior, I'm trying to take all the aggro, and then you only have to heal me. <laughs> Yeah, but except for the fact that our other healer seems a bit retarded. Well, they, I mean, it's a bot. Yeah. The, the AI guys. So I have to, like, heal her a lot. Well, I have yeah. to heal the other healer <laughs> so, not, so she can heal. It's because the AI, the, the enemy AI, AI, AI sort of always go for the healers. AI, AI, AI. And they all, AI. And also because, because they, when they updated, when they updated it to um, be slightly more intelligent for, about things like area effect and stuff, Mm-hmm. It actually makes it much more difficult for them to cope because even if it's not air effect, if it's like melee, the healer, as soon as they get hit by melee, they start moving to try and get out of range. Mm-hmm. So all you do is you just have this fucking healer being chased by melee guys around the area. And because you can't cast spells when you're moving, that fucks up their ability to actually do things like heal. <laughs> yeah. I find it if they come for me, which happens on occasion, just wrath of God. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's because you've still got your smiting. Yeah, but that, that sort of like. Helps to a degree because then they sort of go. They don't. Like, they realise the area effect. They don't like away. area effect. Uh, yeah, attacks from me, so they walk away from me. Yeah. So it's like, aha, <laughs> suck it. 
But we're still only just got to the desert, which means there's nine missions to go, probably. That's not too bad. You know, that means we're like halfway through. How <laughs> oh, does it? If not less. Oh. oh, no, probably more than halfway now. Yeah. We managed to get through the jungle eventually. Oh, the fucking jungle. That's the worst part of the game, I think, so far. It's just... Yeah, it's a lot of spiders. It's just boring. Oh, that sounds dull. <laughs> not that Guild Wars isn't generally quite dull. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah, a great right. game. No, two will be better. Yeah, obviously. I think it was good at the time, because for me, it had the new, I'd never really played an MMO or, a, played or, a game like or an action RPG in general, really. I was never a Diablo fan, Yeah, things like that. So it was like, it had, when I first started playing, it was like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, we could go and do stuff. We, oh, we could go off the beaten track and go exploring the world, which has no <laughs> point. And it's, uh... Apart from the one point that has a point for exploring the world was what I was doing by myself, was completing the map. Yeah, I know, but that's that's a really stupid reason to do it. But it's just a pointless, like, in, in basically your hero tracks a whole lot of pointless stats, like map completion and, like, how many treasure chests you've opened and how many things you've identified. I think it's like one ident- for me, one chest opens that I happen to just have a key for. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's all kinds of, like, meta stats or whatever. And what, there's one for, like, completing the map. Can you just set the treasure chests on fire? Well, they're made of wood most of the time. Most of the time. Just burn the fuckers and get the shit inside. <laughs> burn they're the like, inside. Well, they're probably metal. It'll be Sometimes. But, so there's these... Or you'll have some molten shit to craft into other shit. <laughs> so there's all these, like... There's the achievements for completing the maths of each of the three continents of the... Burn first. it just enough and then get someone else to water it with their magic. You know, we've got combination this here. Yes. It's like, burn it, burn it, burn it. Oh, we can break it from there, so it'll... Set it off. <laughs> Set it off fire. Set it off fire. Fire turn off now. <laughs> but yeah, so I basically my 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 main character from the second expansion. Uh-huh. I I had like ninety five percent complete on the se- factions. The yeah, factions. Yeah. I had like ninety five percent complete on the factions map, and I was like, oh, I can nearly get a hundred. I can get my get the stupid legendary cartographer or uh, title that I could have displayed on my character just for just for being awesome. And then, but the trouble is, when you get down to the, like that last five percent, it gets really fucking difficult unless you mod it, basically, because the fog of war gets pushed back when you're near it. So yeah. what you basically have to do is go into every area and scrape along the wall, running up against the edge <laughs> of the fog, <laughs> to make sure you clear out every last yeah, bit of fog of war. Scrape, scrape. But luckily, there's a texture mod you could have had, which is not very official. Well, no, it's not official at all, and it's also not very legal. Sort of, arguably, they they have a stance on it where their official stance is like, maybe don't do this, but we're not going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, but because it might break the game or whatever. But you can install this texture mod, which changes the fog of war from fog to like a line, and it has like a line which shows where your fog fog is, and a line which shows where the maximum fog is. Right, so, so you can, can target where you need to go to get those last few percents. Cool. So I did that for the for the second continent and got my 100% on that and then I was like well I guess it won't take too long to do the first and last continent as well so I did those so basically I played quite like Guild Wars <laughs> I already had 80% on the third continent because I'd been going through the Nightfall campaign with that character just for a laugh mainly because I wanted to see how easy it was because that basically that character that my ritualist with the where you all all I do is just create tons of turrets, basically <laughs> the spirits, mm-hmm. and they do tons of damage that so take down the enemies. And because I had Nightfall, I have the Nightfall heroes, which are much more capable than the shitty AI henchmen. So I was basically going through Nightfall, mm-hmm. and I already had eighty percent of that map. 
I only had 60% of the original map, but then I was like, well, fuck it. So I completed the entire of the original campaign. Like, I, I soloed all the stuff that we're about to do. Jesus. <laughs> I was just like, well, that was pretty easy. Much easier than I remembered it being. Does it count mission maps? Yeah, the mission maps count. Fuck, that's harsh. So I went through all of those and cleared out 100% on that and then cleared out 100% on that one. And then I, like, I got the proper legendary cartographer award where it's yes. all of the continents. And I was like, no one cares. It pops up my name in the actual gem, in the in like the global chat and says I achieved this legendary cartographer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I'm done. Good one. Yeah. If that's, I can play that, rich that's, list, that's quite a waste. If I can play rich list in Guild Wars 2, I probably will. Because... <laughs> that's quite a waste of your talent. It's funny. <laughs> rich list is awesome. <laughs> like dad's reaction to that is talent. <laughs> <laughs> talent for grinding. <laughs> the grinding talent. But yeah, grinded rich list is clearly the way to go. Grand. <laughs> I hope those of you. What is the past tense of grind? As in, as in, on the computer game, is it ground? I, the, I ground the, don't to think, level. I don't think anyone ever says. I think they everyone always says grinded. Because if if you it should be ground, if you, yeah, but it sounds even worse, doesn't it? It's like I ground myself. Well, you gro- I ground myself up. Yeah, I guess with... you ground up to a weapon. You could, you could say that. no. You grind, no, you grind to a weapon. Yeah, yeah, but then that's not the fast. Oh, so, I did. I ground. Up I ground to that up weapon. to this point. Yeah, yeah. If you were saying that, it's like well, I that's ground, what we're ground. We're talking yeah. about the fast tense. One no one does say that. One did grind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, we're going to lobby for that. Use for Four and a half minutes. Say ground. Four and a half minutes. It's like ground black pepper. Except it's ground. It's grinded black pepper. <laughs> we have like... It's like grinded. <laughs> gamer condiments. Grinded black pepper. <laughs> yeah. And that was good. And every time the microwave ended, it would be like, grats on ding. <laughs> ding. <laughs> every, no, every time the microwave goes ding, it has an internal counter that counts what level your microwave is at. <laughs> My microwave is level 70 because I've used it 70 times. Yes. Ding. Ding. <laughs> Was, I'm just trying to think what was a classic level up sound, but I can't really ding. think of it. Ding, is it? Just ding. Grants <laughs> on ding. When well, Guild Wars, it's like, <laughs> when you get that giant orange glow, naturally. Yeah. We didn't have time to talk about it, but I've been playing Magic the Gathering 2012. Yeah. Um, As in the computer game. The computer game, yeah. Jewels of the Bladeswalkers. 2012. Yeah. Blah. Is it Magic the Gathering? Well, we've been doing it wrong. Yeah, I can't. As we discovered when we tried to look, even look up the rules for when we had that one time where we were like, "What's that actually mean?" And then we went and looked up and it was like, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've been playing magic. Right? A, I mean, few, of course we have. There's, there's, there's a few little things that yeah. you can't do in the game that seems to suggest that you shouldn't, oh, wait, be, able you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Like tapping a creature when to stop someone attacking with it during the assignment of attackers phase. Yeah, they changed that all recently. Though, oh, or presumably tapping stuff to counter stuff during at the point in time where someone does the tap. Presumably none of that's allowed anymore. Well, it used to be allowed because combat, all the combat stuff went on the stack. So as long as your tap command came on the, went on the stack, then it would come off first. So it would take into account, and then the next thing would fizzle. Yeah. So, but they've changed that. So combat damage doesn't use the stack at all anymore. No. no. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's a, yeah. So we, we were doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah and, uh, the point I was going to make all, all, pretty much all the sounds in that game sound like Guild Wars it's like, it's like I'm sure a couple of the sounds fantasy game I know but sounds. I'm sure some of the sounds are the same because it's like certain sounds where like like some of the healing noises go like 
have a sort of like hang sort of noise, sort of <laughs> like with, with lots of reverb, like, like a hang. Yeah. I swear that sound is in Magic the Gathering. It's like, but it's like, why do fantasy things have to ha- have all these extra reverby sort of hang? Because they sound fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it sounds like some sort of mystical creature dying slowly. It's like, <laughs> mystical is exactly the Yeah, but you can't tell them apart. I quite like it for like if fire just happens for it to go fire! <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're like, here! <laughs> you just want your Guild Wars 2 guys to be running around shouting shit. Okay, maybe not, but just make them more like, <laughs> make them more like instant rather than sort of like, if I hear someone, I'd quite like it to just be like, ding! <laughs> you know, maybe not a dude shouting ding, but you know, like a, like a sort of a, like, you know, very quick sort of sharp sound effects to try and not make the battlefield feel, sound like, <gasps> like a, like, like a Wookiee party. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't like the sound design in Guild Wars and I don't like the sound design in Magic because it's the same floaty fucking shit sound. It's lazy, yeah. if you ask me. And admittedly, there must be a challenge to coming out of all those floaty sounds and somehow make them fucking different. But it's like... Of course, it's... you know already what Tor's going to sound like. Like Star Wars. Like... It's <laughs> <laughs> a healing sound like in Star Wars, mate. Yeah, a good question. Well, I, bet, I, know, I, bet, no, I bet it sounds like... <laughs> sound like a back to tank. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit specific. Right, well, uh, we're coming towards the end. <laughs> 45 seconds. Of, of this... Uh... Uh, mostly battlefield yeah, podcast. mostly Paddlefield battlecast. Yes, and we'll talk about that more in like another couple of weeks when it comes out. Yeah, but next week or next time, and the introduction of Salad Log. <laughs> <laughs> salad Log, track your progress. <laughs> yeah, we'll have uh, some other things to talk about next time. I imagine there'll be some games. Yeah, there'll Maybe. be some games. We'll have played them. So yes. Join us again for that. Perhaps just a two-hour like advertisement for Byron Burgers being amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> I'm glad you weren't disappointed by that. Fucking amazing. Ten yeah. seconds. Right. Bye, guys. Uh, catch you again for another salad cast. I really need to pee. Bye. So right. Rush for the toilet. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>